Ready. Set. Game cast. Welcome to Ready Set Gamecast, a bi-weekly podcast about video games and artistry. I'm Bryce, and I'm joined by the renaissance of artistry, Dexterity. That's me. Hi, I'm the renaissance. <laughs> the whole era. It's me. <laughs> Start to end, I was there. It was me. Wow. The man with the music, Teddy Chineris. I am I am in I live in the city of Nashville and I go to a school that is mostly known for music and I am not musically talented in any way shape or form. I'm starting with the man <laughs> of the music. And our most special guest, the most surreal surrealist, Bree. Hi, I'm Bree. Apparently I'm so so surreal. You originally were like uh, impressionist. I was gonna be the most impressionable impressionist, and then you you took it from me. Impressionable or (laughs) you took that from me. Um, Sorry, Darian. Tell me about your artistry. Uh, Well, you see here, we've got some paints on my table that I've now strategically hidden right right behind my chair. My favorite yep. part about podcasts <laughs> is when you're pointed directly away from the mic. Directly behind my chair where you can no longer see it is my art table where I paint dice and that is it. That's my art. I paint dice. Cool. Um, and now from the actual artist, hey Brie, what kind of art do you make? <laughs> like for real? Yeah, sure. Uh, I do a little bit of If you're watching the video everything. or the live stream, you can see some of her art. Oh yeah, right over there. I make uh I make some fun props and stuff too. So like skulls and bones. Bones. Hit Ubisoft game. Yep. Speaking of hit video games, Bree, <laughs> what have you been playing? <laughs> um, Sea of Thieves. Uh, Halo, League of Legends, and uh, I've been trying to get back into playing variety games, so Game Pass games, especially since now they have PC. Hell yeah, Game Pass. What Halo are you playing? All of them. Halo 5 and MCC, yeah. Just playing, are you playing the Halo 5 multiplayer? Yeah. Okay. Are you playing Arena? Do you play SWAT? I play SWAT, yeah. Hell yeah. Narrowing it Platinum. down. Platinum. Damn. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> I do not have somebody to play with because I am not that good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go back down to gold for you. Can you get to gold? <laughs> yeah, I, I can get to gold. Gold's like usually where I start. No, I, no, yeah, I love SWAT though. So if you ever want to just Hell hang yeah. out and play Dude, SWAT, let me know. Halo 5 multiplayer, the arena, is so good. It's genuinely one of my favorite first-person shooters like of all time like i I love it so much and uh it's awesome the ranking is great so i have like one other friend that i hop in and we do like every season we'll place and play a little bit of doubles that's always fun it's a good time halo's great play halo it's great (laughs) uh i actually so uh we'll talk about this uh i think it's not even in the outline but uh xbox announced their 
ultimate pass and I pick that up and then I use that to download Sea of Thieves on PC and then my girlfriend was going to play on my Xbox and we we're going to try that out but she got motion sick very quickly. I got motion sick a little bit oh, no. later, but we were also confused really? as yeah. I I don't know. Uh, it might have been the art style. Some, there's some games that'll, that'll get me motion sick, but you like get motion sick like on boats. Like, is it just? I've never been on a boat, so I couldn't say if boats themselves would do it. Interesting. But yeah, and I was also confused as uh, Frick because I hopped in and there was no hey, here's what you're doing. So I we managed to find the. I managed to figure out how to get a quest. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to hop on the boat and I'm going to learn how to fly, drive this boat. And then as soon as we got into the water, a giant shark attacked yes. us. And I was like, I am not prepared for this. Uh, my girlfriend, so much fun, dude. My girlfriend could not figure out how to fire the cannons. We just, we ended up getting away from the shark. And while I'm just like, where's the shark? Where's the shark? We ended up crashing the boat back into the place we started. So I was like, oh, guess we're back here. And then we just got out and quit the game. <laughs> but <laughs> I would I would love to play that with some some people. That seems like it could be a cool time. Uh, hopefully. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a fun, definitely a fun game. Yeah. Uh, Darian, you also play League. Yep. <laughs> wow, what a transition. <laughs> Perfect. I was I was looking at her list of games to see if there's anything else I had to say anything about, and Teddy already said his Halo. Uh, I said Sea of Thieves, and I was like, well, maybe Darian will talk about League, and now you will, maybe. Do sure, it. Sure, yeah. I played League. What have League. you been playing with League lately? Are you doing the uh, ranked? Well, you getting up I in the world? I did do ranked, and I was really excited because I... My climb to gold is still not super great, but I'm still getting 21 LP every win, so I guess that's a positive, but I didn't go back down another rank, so that was there good. You know. That's always good. <laughs> just staying in the same place, that's what's really, Stay, that's what it's about. I'm just staying at silver two, nice. less than 50 LP every time, though. I, I can't, I don't. Yeah, it's rough. I placed in League once, and I got to. I placed in Bronze Four. <laughs> Didn't really play ranked much anymore. Then I stopped playing the game eventually. Man, like, now right. Bronze isn't even the worst. Now it's Iron. What? It goes down to Iron? Yeah. That's crazy. I kind of love that. Still, I'm still waiting for Wood. Yeah. Right. Woods. I mean, they gotta do it. And then after that, I'll just. They're be just poop. gonna keep adding tears. Um, when they add the poop league, then I'll join in. I really oh, want to stay. There you go. Stay high, high poop league. <laughs> uh, I also played Dead by Daylight. I also jumped back into Miku Hatsune Project UX because I love it. Um, I started playing Kurt Spell and made the prettiest anime girl ever. Um, and she's. Should I know what Kurt Spell is? It's like an MM. It's an anime MMO. Aren't they nice. all? No. Definitely not. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> they're definitely not. It's really pretty. What like what type of is it like fantasy? Is it Yeah, it's fantasy. There's like magic and shit. <laughs> it's like <laughs> What's it called? A Kurt spell. Okay. 
Yeah, well, okay, so it's in early access, so there's not actually that much uh, content, but basically the game is about, like, there are... There's, like, chaos and order, and the order... Just like real life. Right, yeah. Well, they're trying to kill all the people who are Kurt Spells, and I don't, I mean... I don't entirely know what that means yet because there's so little actual real content. It, most of it is just like grinding to try to get rare shit, but like this there's not that much really story good, yet. And the combat looks really cool. It's absolutely gorgeous and it runs really well. I really love MMOs, so this is absolutely like piquing my interest. You should absolutely wait to start it though because <laughs> yeah, there's. I mean, that's fine so little to do right now like it's hmm. it's brand spanking I just want to make a new. t-shirt that says magic and shit on it can we make that happen <laughs> fantasy equals magic and shit I bet that's out shit. there somewhere anime <laughs> anime magic and shit but it can be one of those like list shirts you know that has things okay no that's too much <laughs> shut it down right Not away shirts like those are so cliche and boring now like facebook makes up shirts to try to get you to buy shit like <laughs> there's not a shirt with my last name on it but my brother shared a post with that earlier because it was one of those like pre-generated like look at this weird saying and let's throw your last name in it and it applies to you nope <laughs> facebook algorithm is uh terrible yeah, they make super dumb. shitty shirts. And there's people who are sharing of like, yeah, this is so me. <laughs> I'm like, I hate, I hate this all. Literally on kind of funny show, Internet Explorers, they have a segment where Barrett buys terrible Facebook al- algorithm shirts, and wow. then he brings them in. Like, look at this garbage. <laughs> How bad do they fonts. look though? Do they look good? No. Do they look like the no, pictures? No, they're all terrible. I mean, they look like the pictures, but the pictures are terrible. Like, it's literally, like, it's, like, it's some weird mix of, like, three different franchises, and for some weird reason, like, each different word is a different font, like. Uh, I yeah, hate that. that. Yeah. There's, uh, Not there's, good. Uh, there's uh, one I get, uh, see passed around of, like, in this household, we're geeks, we uh, oh, aim to misbehave, we, like, Ew. mischief managed, and all of that, <laughs> and I'm, like. This looks so bad and is so... This one says, never underestimate a mother who listens to Iron Maiden and was born in August. (laughs) (laughs) This is a really deadly combination right there. If you find that specific person, you're in for all the time. Fucking better watch out. Wait. Oh my God, like this one? Hold on. Hi, this is becoming a new segment. This has so much, so much shit going on. I can't. Oh God! It, uh, <laughs> I hate this. I hate this with every part of my being. It says, "Smartass December, nineteen eighty-five woman, hated by many, loved by plenty. Heart on her sleeve, fire in her soul, and a mouth she can't control." In fucking one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, There's eight so different many styles. Fonts. Eight different <laughs> so styles many fonts. and fonts. This is ridiculous. It's a nightmare. Um, um okay. You know Moving what? on. Is it a nightmare more video games? <laughs> yeah, can you please tell me about the video games? Um yeah, I had a nightmare <laughs> trying to play Skyrim. Oh, I you? really, really, really wanted to play it. Um before Teddy also tweeted about wanting to play Skyrim. Which I didn't actually do. 
But apparently a lot of the mods that I used were outdated, so I had to go and remove a bunch of them. And then it, that took like half an hour. And then I tried to play the game and I it the PC version does this weird thing where if you like tab out and tab back in, like sometimes you'll see the cursor and sometimes you won't. And it kept showing me the real cursor as well as the in-game cursor. And I tabbed out and tabbed back in, which sometimes fixes it. But this time it crashed it. So I quit. <laughs> they they do it so good see i missed out on skyrim i never Uh, played it i played it when it first it's very i've told the story a billion times so i'm gonna keep it very quick but i played skyrim when it first came out like i went to the midnight premiere uh because i liked oblivion i played it when it first came out and i played to like level 15 and at a certain point i was like i'm not having fun with this and then I put it down, and then I kept like getting the itch to go back, and I would pick it up, get to like the same point, realize I'm not having fun, and stop. And I did that like five times until I gave the game away. So every now and then, I get this craving to play it, and I'm like, don't do it. You're not going to like it. <laughs> you never like it. I think I just got into character creation and just wasted time in there, and then oh, yeah. I played like one mission and then just didn't play it again. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I I'm addicted to the character creation. Like same with like Fallout, I sat there and just created characters. I always sit there for like two hours, honestly. Yeah, people get so mad at me. Fallout Three, I think, is the only Bethesda game I've managed to finish. I don't think I've finished one. I do have some. I'm I'm planning to do what I call a co-op stream of Fallout Four where they've got that they've got that like app where they can run the pit boy from the app i'm gonna play and my girlfriend's gonna run the pit boy and at no point will i access the menus myself she's gonna have to control my health my armor all of that it's a good idea so it's it's a cool little like co-op fallout it's gonna be fun yeah uh okay darian was is that everything no, I also jumped back into Breath of the Wild because hype. That we'll talk about later. Yeah, we'll we'll dive into that. And then played some Mario Kart and also jumped back into Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Yeah. Which has been a shit show because I've decided <laughs> I'm only going to catch Jigglypuffs until I get a shiny Jigglypuff. <laughs> so you're just like <laughs> catching Jigglypuffs and that's it? That's just catching Jigglypuffs. I spent probably the first hour of my stream just running around catching Jigglypuffs, and I was like, wow, this is really bad content. Let's go do something, guys. <laughs> I think I got, like, three badges, and then I just shiny hunted. Never played it again after that. That's exactly what I did, too, and I jumped back in. I've got three badges. You're like, okay, and- <laughs> just, just, one, just one more session of shiny hunting, and then I'll totally play the campaign yeah. of this game, and then you just yeah. never go back. You just sit there and yep. catch and catch and catch. See, I don't understand why you guys are such in a rush for the shinies, because if you complete your Pokedex, you get the shiny charm. You, which I know, but it's like you you get addicted, and you're just one more. I just want a Pidgey, you know? Like, just come on, the next in. one's got to be a shiny. Yeah, then you don't you don't want to start your chain over, you know? You already you already put in three hours of this bullshit. <laughs> Might as well put three more hours into it. See, I, I'll I'll catch a bunch for the chain to get a uh, high IV Pokemon because I think that you get a higher chance of uh, 
better Pokemon if you got Chain going. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not worried about the shinies until I get my shiny charm. But I did I did hop back in just real quick on uh let's go uh, myself and um because because of hype with the new Pokemon games coming out and uh I don't know. I'm not I just went through the Elite Four again and I was just like I basically like have to put in the bad Pokemon now to try and level them up. And I'm like, I don't want to play with you guys. I want to play with the good ones, but I don't need to play with the good ones because they're leveled. So it's just like I'm playing with the loser kids now. <laughs> Damn. Be nice to your children, Bryce. But I do I do want to... They're adopted. It's fine. Yeah, I do want to save up <laughs> enough money to get the crown for my uh, Pikachu because uh, right now he's got a really dope suit and there's like a crown you can get for like n- not like the 999,999 like it's going to take forever to get that kind of cash but it's going to look so dope it's not going nice. to take that long just go fight random scientists they'll give you $11,000 just cuz you can't you can't fight the same person twice there's only uh after you've like fought everybody there's only uh, the only people that you can refight are after you've beaten the game. You can refight the gym leaders, and you can re- refight the elite uh, four and the champion. But other than that, I like it better in the games where like they'll make it like randomly. They will like respawn as or not randomly, but after certain events, it'll respawn previous. I think in black and white specifically, they did that because they had like a weird trainer tracker, and they'd say this person wants a rematch, and it you get to redo fights. Yeah, and I know they've done that in more than one game, but I think in black and white it was the most prominent. Yeah, to to my knowledge, there's nothing like that. Well, also, oh, the, I think the main focus uh, for after you beat the game is to fight the like the Pokemon masters. You know, the ones that are like, I have the greatest Charizard ever. Uh, but you need to have really good Charizard to win that fight. So. Because you can oh, only yeah. you can only fight you know a Venusaur versus a Venusaur or whatever, so you gotta have good Pokemon to even try. I know all about Pokemon. 100%. Okay, followed all of that. Tell me, tell me about all the Pokemon you played, Teddy. Oh, um, Pokemon. Let's go, Eevee. Okay, and uh. uh Pokemon, what was it? Pokemon Assassin's Creed Odyssey. No, <laughs> I played. There was one more Pokemon that I that I bought. Oh no! I also played the. Weirdly enough, the the Pokemon that I played the most, that I put the most time into, out of all, like if it's if it's not clear enough, I did not grow up with Pokemon. Like it wasn't a thing I was super into. My parents were mean, didn't let me play it. Um, and like the so the most of the Pokemon playing that I've done has been like as I've gotten older, trying to get into it. And the one that I spent the most time in was like the when they put Pokemon Yellow back on the 3DS. I put the most time into that one. Like the one you can get off Nintendo Store or the yeah. re like remake. The one you can get off the, the Nintendo Store. The like when it was like the anniversary yeah. or something and they just like put it back out. Yeah. Yeah, I think I bought fun. that one too. It was really good. I enjoy that more than Let's go, Eevee. <laughs> it's a good game. Pikachu follows you around. Yep. Well, hell yeah, it's great. Pikachu and Eevee follow you around, and let's go plus whatever one you t- want to take out of the ball. 
Yeah, you hey, can okay, have we get multiple it. We get Pokemon it. following no, you around. No, didn't, <laughs> didn't that happen in Pokemon Yellow as well? Couldn't you I take... think that was the first time that that happened. Well, I know I knew that Pikachu would follow you around in Yellow, but I was wondering if you could take a Pokemon Pikachu out of Pikachu would follow fault. you around. It was no, just it was Pikachu. Just, just one. Oh, okay. There's been other games where other Pokemon can follow you, though, too, right? Like, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I think there's like the Heart Gold and Silver. Yeah, they oh. Heart Gold and Soul Silver, they can. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Teddy, can you tell me about some non-Pokemon games so we I'll can get to news? I'll tell you about a game that a Pokemon doesn't follow you around in, and it's called Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That game is amazing, and I love it, and like, I haven't been on the podcast in like a month, so I haven't really... I went back being like, oh man, what have I played? Like, oh, it's going to be a big list, and then I was like, oh shit, no. Because I, I played, played one game. <laughs> <laughs> I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and my goal was like, I really wanted to... St- like start getting through that this summer because i did that with origins last summer i went through it like all and i really want to because i love odyssey even more than origins like odyssey is amazing it's one of my favorite games like that i've played in a long time and i want to platinum it but then pretty soon after i got into odyssey i was still like trying to play eso and then i slowly disappeared from eso and then i slowly peered disappeared away from assassin's creed and now i'm back to my back to my destiny which is destiny 2 and i've been playing a ton of that i have sunk my time into destiny 2 over like the last month which is awesome i'm very happy to do so because as if if you've listened to this show for a long time you know that i used to be huge into destiny like i have like 1500 hours in d1 but like Destiny 2 was weird because the PC release, like, a lot of my friends didn't follow me over from PS4 because they couldn't get a PC, so, like, it was a weird splintering off, and then everybody, like, slowly stopped playing, but, like, there's been a resurgence lately, like, I got a lot of friends back into it, so I've been having a lot of fun, and, uh, other than that, the only other thing I've been playing the other day, I ordered a 512 gigabyte micro SD card for my Switch, um which is yeah i was like dude i want nice. the biggest that i can get how much did that cost you there's a there's a sale right uh it was like the 512 gigabyte sd card was like i believe like 80 bucks which normally it's like what? 100 it like went on sale or something and like a ton of people did that i wish i yeah. would done that so i was like not that bad of an idea you know <laughs> like i really i kept running out of space i had a 32 card and um, th- and there was also a bunch of games on sale on the Switch. I bought like uh, a couple. Crypt of the Necrodancer was like three bucks. I bought that and the Messenger and My Time at Porsche, which I've heard is really good. It's like a Stardew Valley, but like 3D. It seems really cool. It looks like a lot of fun, and I love Stardew. Um, but the one that I've been playing the most is Rogue Legacy, which is a game I have played and beat before, but I love that game. I I adore that game. So I want to play it again, beat it, and then I actually want to, like, spend time in the, um, in the New Game Plus. That would be awesome. Um, and what's really cool, this is the, the last little side note, and then we'll move on, we'll get into what Bryce has been playing, and then the E3 stuff, but... What's really cool about Rogue Legacy is that I played it when I first moved up here to Nashville in, like, my senior year of high school, right? Um, about, oh, God, like, five years ago at this point? Something like that. Um, I was playing it on my Vita and on PS4. It was one of the few games that was cross-play, like, cross-save. So you'd, like, upload your save on the Vita. Then you go sit down on your PS4 and download it and continue it. And... 
I was playing it on my Vita, like, when we came up, I remember we came up here once, and there was, like, nothing in my room except a couch, like, we were moving furniture, and I just sat on my couch with, like, my old PlayStation Gold headset and played Rogue Legacy for, like, six hours, and it was so good. That game's awesome, and then I came home and just continued it, and when the Switch was first being announced, that's what I would point to as my favorite experience as to why I love the idea of the Switch, because I basically did it already with that game and now i'm doing it again with the exact same game and it's awesome <laughs> it's great that game's awesome if you haven't played rogue legacy you need to it's very very fun super addicting great loop but yeah bryce what have you been playing uh i pl- have uh been playing some more red dead redemption 2 because my girlfriend's been pressuring me to finish it trucking through that slowly well so there's there's a deal where if you commit crime and stuff and get caught and you'll get like bounties for you in certain areas and there's certain areas that like some of it's money based and you can actually pay off the bounty on yourself of like oh, i killed like half half this town and have like a you know a 800 bounty but if i just give them 800 dollars, nobody cares anymore um otherwise if there, you have a bounty for you when you're just riding around um bounty hunters might show up and 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 try and kill you and that that definitely makes it riskier to just get around um yeah but i'm actually in and there's certain parts that do the story um will you'll just have a bounty in um and basically the way the story is right now the entire area that i'm operating in i am there's a bounty for that i can't pay off and so they there is some level of um what is it quick travel but a fast travel yeah yeah it's it's only really like one way um and 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 it's only just like certain locations you can't do it to any place like oh i have to go to this specific deal let me just fast travel there you can't do that you can only go to like certain towns mm-hmm. um but what you can do is you can set a marker and then you can go into a cinematic camera and your horse will stay on the path. Uh, except, so while you're in cinematic camera, you don't have, have your mini map or anything like that. You're just kind of uh, riding along and watching. But I did get a tablet and uh, they have the Red Dead Redemption companion app, which you can connect and look at the map, like the active map, um, which is so good for this situation. Because I can't see the map on screen, but with the with the app, I'm able to see the map while it's on like auto play, basically, while my horse That's is just cool. doing its own thing. Which there will there has been times where I've been just cinematic camera, and some guys have been waiting to jump me, and like my girlfriend like point out like, oh, there's some guys up there. And I just dropped out of cinematic camera and was like ready to go. If it wasn't for that, I would I would have been effed a, a few times. And it also, mm. like, it's cool because I can have less UI on the screen uh, because I can have it on the app, and it definitely yeah. makes it, like, feel better to play. But I'm probably 70% in. I didn't look at the save last time I, I did. The story is definitely interesting. Like, there's some developments, and uh, I'll be curious to see how it wraps up. I think that... They're doing a red herring of of where the story is going, but we'll we'll see. Also, uh, real quick, um, I previously talked about a 
uh, app called Idol Champions, Dungeons and Dragons Idol Champions. I've been playing it for a little bit, and I my official review is it sucks. Don't play it. <laughs> Zero out of ten. Yeah, like can you I, put a number score to this game? One out of ten. No, I mean uh, probably probably a three. You will have fun right away, and then you will hit a hard hard wall where it's like I I have been stuck on a single mission. Just like close to finishing, but also not able to make any progress on that final thing of like, they were like, well, you're real close. If you just give us some money, maybe that'll be just the push you need. And it's just like, no, like, uh, I I just feel like I can't get through this on my own. And no matter what time or thing I do, I can't finish this mission. And I'm so close. And so if, and I'm not even that far in. Like, there's a bunch of missions Yikes. you can do, and I'm already hitting this wall. And just so just so you know, on the IGN review scale, they assign words to the numbers through yep. 10. One is unbearable, so it's probably past a one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had fun. I guess I, it was interesting the first little bit. Okay. Two is painful. <laughs> no, not, then not quite. Three is awful. Is, is that about right? Just awful. What, what's four? Bad. I'll go with bad. I'll give it a four. Okay. It's just okay. bad. Uh, it was a lot of clicking. It's bad. And what, and you won't play it again. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm done. It's. I will not recommend this game. <laughs> it's a bad time. Don't do it. Hey, people! It's news time. We have a lot of it to go through. <laughs> the so. the show is basically just news because this is the E3 show. E3 happened. So we are going to talk about all of it. We talked surprisingly about non-news for a long time, but here we are in the news. <laughs> well, some of it was Facebook algorithm shirts. Yeah. It was very important, okay? Uh, okay, so real quick, we uh, Netflix has... Uh, well, during the Stranger Things uh, deal at E3, uh, Netflix has announced that there is going to be a Stranger Things location-based puzzle RPG rendered in an 80s retro Saturday morning cartoon style. The game will center around exploring and battling the upside down with other players using location-based mechanics and Google Maps integration. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? So it's to be Pokemon Go? Kinda, maybe. <laughs> but Sounds pretty cool, but... Yeah, see, the description of it being a location-based puzzle RPG... What is the puzzle? Like RPG, arguably Pokemon Go could be an RPG, but also like how does this work in Stranger Things? What is are Demogorgons gonna pop up? What's yo? Let's do it. I guess I guess I don't know how this is gonna work, and maybe once Stranger Things season three comes out, how that would work might make more sense. Maybe she comes out on the fourth of July, right? Yes, it does. Hell yeah! Because I think that's where like it takes place in story. Yeah. Which is it's is cool that they kind of do that. I mean, I think they did that last time with Halloween as well. Came out on Halloween, and it was like the week of Halloween was the season. Um, the new Stranger Things mobile game is set for release in 2020 on both Android and iOS. Uh, yeah, there's not too much um information about it. There is uh just like a picture that 
I mean, the art style looks kind of cool, but I have no idea what this is going to be. And it's just out there and maybe get hype. Maybe, if you want. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a cool idea, but... Yeah. It yeah. Se- seems like everybody's got a location-based mobile game now. There's there's too many. I'm good. I'll pass <laughs> on all of them. <laughs> um, we okay. Since the last episode, the Pokemon Sword and Shield direct happened. Uh, there was some cool stuff coming out of that. We got to see some new Pokemon. We got a better look at the region, and I think the big gameplay change was revealed that the Pokemon can be giant now. Uh, oh, actually, there's there's a few things that that you can make the giant Pokemon. And then also you can do raid battles with uh, three you and three other friends. I'm excited about that. And also the national decks isn't in the game. I mean that w- that wasn't in the direct, but that was mentioned earlier. Uh, if we want to talk about that, we've got a question from Zyger. No oh, man. Zyger wrote in like you can at readysetgamecast.com/submit. And he asked, what are your guys' thoughts on hashtag bring back national decks for Sword and Shield? For context, we as players can bring any and all Pokemon from our Generation 3 Game Boy Advance games all the way to the newest Pokemon, the newly announced Pokemon Home service launching next year. However, only Pokemon that are in the Gala region decks can be brought into Sword and Shield, means Sword and Shield will be the first Pokemon game without all the Pokemon in it. Uh, Darian, you brought it up. How do you feel? I think it's super stupid. I don't understand why they have promotional images with like Raichu and Gyarados if they're not planning on bringing in the national decks. Well, no, see, the we know for a fact that all the 151 will be in there. It's somewhere in the middle that's going to be left out. It's not like. Well, that's still really dumb. To me, we we don't know how many Pokemon are are going to be in there and which ones are getting left out, um, but we do know that the first one hundred fifty one in and will be there and whatever new ones. But that just means that my favorite Pokemon is going to be left out, and all I want to see is a giant Togepi. But that's never going to happen because they're not bringing in the National Decks. So. Why, why do you? Th- I feel like the most popular Pokemon will be there for sure. But it's it's. They didn't say that though. They said they're not bringing in the national decks. Yeah, I just, I understand. Honestly, I was kind of questioning how they were going to make this like uh, giant eye. What's what's the name of the making the Pokemon Dynamax Gi- Dynamaxing mechanic work with the other mechanics that they have, uh, like the you know. Charizard X and Y, you know, where they can mega. They're not evolve. bringing in X, mo- or X yeah. moves either, or mega evolutions. Yeah, those those are being cut. So they they're they're kind of stuck in that deal of either they they have to support all the old stuff, which is going to leave them not being able to like innovate because you you'd have a weird balancing thing where somebody would would make their Charizard an X and then make it Dynamaxed and then do some crazy moves and. It's it's too much, and I get it. It sucks that they're not going to put all the Pokemon in there. They could obviously just remove that. But I think they'll be smart about what Pokemon make the cut and which don't. They're probably... The Pokemon nobody cares about probably won't be making the I cut. I guess the thing that bothers me the most is that they are bringing out this whole 
Pokemon Home thing, which was really exciting. Like, oh, you can put all of your Pokemon in Pokemon Home, and that's that's awesome. But, like, the only ones that you can transfer Pokemon into is Sword and Shield. But yeah. they're going to be excluding most of the Pokemon from the last, like, six generations. Well, like, that's... Where have you ever seen most of? They've just said it's not going to include all of the Pokemon. I've never seen them say most of It's probably still going to be... A lot. It's, most of them will probably be kept, if I were to guess. Did they say why, or is it just because like they the don't newer take mechanics the time to with make, like all the... of the mecha- or all of the um, models of all the Pokemon? Yeah, that that and they also talked about balancing issues. I can totally get yeah. balancing issues, dude. I honestly understand because like the game. I mean, I don't fully understand because this is speaking out my ass when it comes to Pokemon. But like the um. The idea is that like they they built up those Pokemon's over however many gener- generations is this going to be like Gen eight, right? Yeah, isn't it? So so they built up seven generations of Pokemon prior, and like I totally could see them being like, we kind of just want to pick what we want in this game. Like yeah. we don't want to just have to like. Because then they have to design the game around that, around, like, preconceived things, whereas, like, they can take it and make their own kind of thing, you know? I think the thing that people are most mad about is the post-game. Like, after you finish the story and everything like that, that's when people start doing, like, trainer battles against other people and, like, PvP and stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, that's probably where the balancing issues are coming in, but, like, that's for the trainers to deal with, not for the devs. Like, that's not a decision that devs should take out of the trainers' hands. I don't know about that, but there's eight... There's 800 Pokemon going, like, including the new generation, there's 800 Pokemon. I could see them keeping probably 500, maybe 600, and, like, sure, that's going to be leaving some on on the cutting room floor, but I don't think they're going to cut out any ones. There's probably some ones like, yes, that random one from Generation 5, that was my favorite one. They're not going to put the trash Pokemon in there for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't... I I people are blowing this into a huge thing, and I don't think it's going to be nearly as bad as people think. Bree, are you uh, excited for Sword and Shield? Uh, yes and no. I'm very much like the original 151, and also like Gold Silver. Those are my favorite. I still enjoyed like Black and White. I never finished Sun and Moon. Me well, I totally get where they're going, but I feel like they have enough models like start i don't i guess i don't know what exactly sword and shield's gonna be about but excluding pokemon in like a pokemon game where you're gonna have most of the pokemon it's kind of weird um unless it's gonna be part of the story why we don't see some pokemon ever we'll see i think it's gonna be interesting i think the most troublesome thing is that it's on a console and now they're gonna start excluding stuff well i'd yeah, the first like big mainline Pokemon. It is kind of weird, like on console for them to exclude it there. Bad timing, you know. That's a troubling choice to me. I'm interested to see if they uh, if they'll respond positively to the negative bash- backlash because it seems a lot of the fan base is not satisfied with their decision. I think a lot of the fan base probably isn't talking. They're just like, yeah, it's, it's, you know. I think the vocal minority, like, I think whenever people are being very loud, it's always, like, a select group of loud people. I don't know. They got the hashtag trending on Twitter, and that it takes something to do that. 
Uh, but yeah, I I don't see Nintendo, well, Game Freak backing down. If they did it, it would probably be some sort of post-game deal. Or They've actually left it open-ended to where they're not completely opposed to the idea of adding them after the game's release, but they're not planning on doing it before the game's release. Yeah. Like, it's possible that they'll add it in patches after the games come out, probably like months after the games come out. But like as of right now, like they're pretty hard set and like, no, it's not going to be available on release. Yep. Okay. We are like a good bit into this show and we have not gotten into E3. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, now I'm going to do the first E3 conference. Well, before that, I added a quick bullet point that says Teddy says things because okay. I wanted to throw in real quick. We don't have this on the dock. The... There are also two other streams that happened before E3 even uh, started. The Stadia Direct, or what What do they oh, call yeah. it? It was like Stadia Connect or something? Yeah, I think that so. That came out. Let me pull up all the major things, but like they showed off pricing and release date. Uh, so if you're into Stadia, we'll get that info for you. And I also wanted to mention the... Um, Destiny 2 stream that Bungie did. I know people here don't care, but the audience might. And I'm the, the, I used to be the Destiny guy, so I'm trying to be again. So I figure it is a good idea to mention it. Uh, it's big, big shit. <laughs> There's a lot of big shit in that, uh, in that stream. Cross save is coming to Destiny 2 in September when Shadowkeep launches. Shadowkeep is the new expansion that comes out in. September 17th is when Shadowkeep comes out, and it's 35, and you can get it without having to get any of the previous expansions. They are releasing a free-to-play model with Destiny called Destiny 2 New Light, which will you'll be able to hop in and play all of the destinations and all of the playlists, but you won't be able to do exotic quest lines, story for like expansions and raids and stuff like that. But you'll play, you'll be able to play all of the year one content and then destinations and playlists. So you'll have a lot to do. Um, the what else did they announce? The crossplay is the huge is is the biggest thing. Um, personally, the biggest thing as well, because this was their first stream fully away from Activision when Bungie broke off for, away from Activision. Um, they completely, they called it, they called Destiny 2 an action MMO, which is huge because for years they have consistently, purposefully tr avoided the word MMO because they didn't want to classify it like that because they didn't want people to be like intimidated of it being an MMO. But like as somebody who likes MMOs, I've always wanted Destiny to go more in that direction. And it always has been basically a first person shooter MMO. So I'm really happy that they're leaning into that. They showed off a new armor system that looks like it's going to be a lot of uh, a lot more in depth and stuff like that. There's a lot more as well. I mean, Shadowkeep is on the moon, um, but they're retooling it. It's twice the size. The raid's gonna be in the Black Garden. What else? Returning exotics, bunch of new exotics. Um, showed off artifacts, which also looks like a cool new MMO thing where there's just like skill trees, a lot more options there. And apparently, each class has like a finishing move now. So like the Titan, like pulls back his fist and looks at it and then like does this cool animation of like a punch like each each class gets a cool finishing move um there's a lot more in that stream so check it out if you want to but shadow keep comes out september 17th and if you own it like i do on ps4 and on pc i will now be able to play with my friends no matter what console or what platform and that's really exciting so be on the lookout for that if i missed anything which i probably did stadia comes out in november of this year as well 
Uh, also, uh, real quick, they did announce uh, Boulder's Gate 3 as part of the uh, yes. Stadia thing. And uh, I've played a little bit of Boulder's Gate 1 as a kid, a little bit of Boulder's Gate 2. And those are really great series. I'm... <laughs> I'm curious how Bowler's Gate 3 is going to work if it's the characters we know from the first ones are going to be there. It would be sick as shit, and I do not see this happening at all, if we could somehow import our saves from Bowler's Gate 2 over. Because you could do that for one. It's, yeah. uh, Bowler's Gate was made by BioWare. Uh, back in the, um, the Baldur's Gate 3 is also being made, I'm pretty sure, by uh, Larian Studios, which does Divinity Original Sin, Divinity yeah. Original Sin 2. Yeah. And Original Sin 2 is amazing. It's a great video. People game. basically said, like, when when those games came out, they were like, this is like everything you want from Baldur's Gate. And so the fact yeah. that they're doing Baldur's Gate is going to be really cool. Pretty awesome. But that's quite a bit off. Uh, was that all All the Teddy Says things? Yeah, that's all the pre-E3 things, I believe. Stadia comes out in November. The pricing, I didn't fully find, but it's I think it was like 100-something for like... You start off... There's like a pro subscription um, oh. that you get, but it doesn't give you all of the games. It's like Amazon Prime Video kind of. Oh, where I, was like, th- I was thinking of it more like PlayStation Plus where it's giving... Or Game yeah. Pass. Probably more Game Pass, where it's giving yeah, you some probably. stuff and, and, and better streaming settings. Yeah, but a lot of it you will have to buy, but not all of it. Yeah. R- Brie, are you excited for Stadia? <laughs> How do you feel about the streaming future? <laughs> I think it's interesting um, until everyone has access to that kind of speed. I don't yep. really care because I'm, I'm in rural Minnesota, so it's like... Um, did you try? Yep. Did you try the deal where they let you play Assassin's Creed uh, on Chrome? No. Oh, okay. I uh, I know Teddy did that, and it worked well for him. I tried no. it, and it worked a little bit. Then it crapped out. So yeah, it's exciting. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm excited for any way to make gaming more accessible, where you don't have to have of eight hundred to thousands of dollars worth of like equipment. Great. Yeah. They also for Xbox, I think they they are setting up that you can make your Xbox a server now, and you can play on like your phone and stuff like that's awesome. Yeah, they had a similar again thing until Project speeds Xbox. around the world are more accessible to everyone. Yep. That's my biggest like gripe is speed. We all need yeah. the speed to make it work. Greg Miller, he's a dude that I follow a bunch when it comes to this stuff, and he tweeted out a video of the xCloud on the phone, like, with the controller, and he was like, oh, it looks good, it looks like everything feels great, it seems super on point, and he, like, moved, and then the character moved, and I was like, oh, no, (laughs) Greg, no, that looks really bad, (laughs) but I, for some people, they will be totally fine with it, but I am... At this point, I'm used to my one millisecond response time monitor, so it's like I don't think that, that I don't think the streaming future is for me. Uh, if it is, it's a long ways away. Uh, yeah, I think it really depends on the game you're playing too. Like multiplayer, yeah. if it's going to be competitive in any sort of way, I don't see it being very viable yeah. yet. For sure. Yeah, anything FPS will probably be issues. I'm I'm yeah. hopeful, but I'd have to try it to know. Um, okay, let's get into E3 now, the proper uh, conferences, <laughs> which we're going a little bit in chronological, well, for the most part, in chronological order. First up was the EA press conference. 
Uh, they didn't really have too much mind blowing stuff. All I mean, they didn't even have a conference. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I think most of them called their things the show showcases. Yeah, but theirs wasn't even. They were just like on stage for like a few hours and yeah. like cycling in with people. Like it was, it wasn't even a pre. It wasn't a presentation. It yeah. was like a we're hanging out on Saturday and showing <laughs> some things. Yeah, it's like EA Play, and they have bunch of stations and people can come play and yeah, yeah. it should be noted that our guest uh, Bree was at E3 herself so she'll be able to chime in with what she was at and what she was able to play did you do anything at EA play on Saturday or no I did not the downfall of EA play is it was more towards Hollywood so it was not in the LA hmm. like live area yeah and for me I was on a strict budget I could not like afford an uber out uber back kind of thing but yeah. people said it was cool they could uh i did have an appointment set up where i could go play apex for an extended amount of time like 30 minutes so i didn't have to stand in line um i ended up canceling it but um it's i like the idea i just which i wish it was in that same e3 like live space yeah yeah but people said it was cool they get to play some games so uh but the most notable thing we saw out of the EA Play event was uh, a better look at Star Wars Fallen Jedi. Um, the gameplay trailer that we saw uh, made it seem kind of like Uncharted uh, meets Dark Souls. A lot of Uncharted, but there was that kind of uh, tougher boss battle that seemed to have kind of a more like parrying um, attacking system that people have associated with Dark Souls. But I've heard some more like people who have gotten their hands on the game who have uh, said it's more like Metroid with a lot of kind of exploring and like, oh, really? Yeah. And also I hear for that. Apparently you have a ship and a crew and you can just fly to any other planet whenever you want. So it's all. And it, so that's kind of the Metroid deal of like, you'll be trapped. You can go wherever you want, whenever you want. But there are certain areas of like, oh, my droid got an upgrade and now I'll be able to access this area that I couldn't before. Um, so, yeah, it it seems like what they showed is maybe not what is the game. And and there's probably some like the PR department and the actual developers weren't really agreeing with what should be shown. But either way, it looks like it could be interesting. It does seem to tie in with Rogue One because we did see Saw Gerrera uh, in that trailer. We also saw the droid that Alan Tudyk played in Rogue One. Well, not Alan Tudyk's character, but that type of droid as mm. a bad guy. And I have a feeling that this is actually going to explain how Alan Tudyk's character joined the Rebellion. And we're going to, like, maybe Cal, uh, the main character, is going to be responsible for that happening i yeah i have some i have some theories but uh we also saw a little bit of apex uh legends well the new character for apex i was just gonna throw out about star wars is that a lot of people are really kind of like disappointed with it i think looks really really awesome and i'm excited about it i don't know i don't necessarily see why people are kind of down on it but i i like the gameplay that i'm seeing yeah i i think i think we're just hoping for more because we haven't had a really good star wars game in a while yeah i mean it wasn't a like mind-blowing thing but it was very much like 
this looks like a polished like Star Wars linear story that is going somewhere and the combat looks fun. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm down. Um, Bree, you play Apex, I assume? No, she said she can't. Uh, I don't play a lot of it, but I'm, I should get into it. I like it. I'm just not very good at it. Relatable. <laughs> I play like one character lifeline, and if I don't play that character, I probably just die right away. Yeah, I, I played a little bit early on. I got one win and i was real proud of it and like i'm cu- leaving on top i'm i'm done <laughs> i'm undefeated you you play your first game win your first game and you're like undefeated yeah. peace out <laughs> and uh yeah. that, that's no, about I'm it like, i'm i'm excited to get back into it i i would like to get better at it but i i want to say i love the ping system because that means oh, you can so play with randoms and you don't have to have your mic in which yeah. is a female on the internet not having to try to talk to people is great yeah, that ping system needs to be in everything. It's so <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Every every game should take note that having in-game just the simplest little yeah. pings, like it yeah. makes a world of difference. So. I absolutely was playing like a bunch of Apex, and then I went over and played Halo 5, and I think it was SWAT. And You're I was just trying, trying to, to be like, yeah. there's people over there. Yeah, I tried to ping <laughs> once, and I ended up doing like throwing a grenade or like meleeing the air, and I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Um, anybody excited about the new character? She's, I guess, like an engineer who can put up, like, walls. Mm, That's cool. I haven't really played Apex in a while. I mean, I played a lot of it when it came out, and I do really enjoy it. It's a lot of fun, but there's just too much other stuff. But I'll play it. It'll be fun. Yeah, I feel like Apex hit the ground running and then kind of lost its momentum. Yeah. Um, so it's they're gonna have to do something to kind of pick up their steam. Did they did they announce like a new map or anything like that? <sighs> I don't think. I so. think that was it, that's like one thing that would get people playing again is a new map. Yeah, th- I think that's that's a problem. Is that right away when a battle royale hits, everybody's kind of learning and at equal footing, and then people right. after a month or so, people just know. You just every- get way too good at it. Yeah, though. if yeah. you're playing something like a battle royale like that, it, you you need to like change it up. That's why I think Fortnite does a really good job. I hate the game. Yeah, bad at it, <laughs> but they do a really good job of changing it up and introducing like different ways of playing. So I think. Apex is great, and I really hope they do better in the future to keep their player base interested. Yeah. Well, you know, there's a company who's trying to keep their player base interested, and their name is Microsoft. And you yeah. <laughs> happen to be there for the conference. Uh, yeah. How how was that? And also, what games were there? So. This was only my second briefing ever. Uh, last year, I also got in somehow to the Microsoft briefing. <laughs> somehow. Was great. They had a back door open and no guards. Yeah, got it. No, no. I just, <laughs> I just like snuck in. So No. Um, probably shouldn't say that. I didn't sneak in. I had a badge. It's okay. Um, no, last year, I'll kind of give my thoughts on last year first. Um, because of Kingdom Hearts. I cried during last year's because I love Kingdom Hearts and Halo and seeing one of my favorite games come over to like a Microsoft console was amazing and yes I cried. But this year's uh I saw Halo, that was my biggest thing and Cyberpunk actually I got super more hyped for. 
Um, there was a lot of indie titles, and that makes me happy as well. So, how do you say this one? It's spit spirit fair 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 yeah and these are just highlights just like if there is anything on here that you really liked highlight that i yeah, mean I'll, i would, have to, see a list. I I would have to see a list again but definitely like halo but that one was more yeah th- we'll get into that i will say is it the more i've thought about this do you think it's weird that they didn't show gameplay if it's launching next year halo of halo yeah of no, infinite i don't think it's weird at all it's on a new console. They're launching it on a new console. They're not going to yeah, show. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to show the gameplay until they, they show the new console. They will not show gameplay of a new console unless they're going to launch it also on it's X. It's just but... weird that, like, I don't know. It's just like it's a year out, you know? Like, it's not that far. We got another E3. What, what do you think they're going to show next year? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But, like, at that point, it's going to be, here's everything that's coming out, like, in a few months. Yeah. And that's cool, yep. and that's awesome, but, like, it makes hype a little bit harder. Like, hype's easier yeah, to hold that's, with Yeah, that was my biggest, like, that's their biggest downfall of when you're... Uh, you'll see it, because most of the games that are in development probably right now are going to be next-gen for Microsoft. Yeah. So that's why I feel like we did see a lot of indies, and we're seeing a lot of, like, hey, Game Pass games that are coming yeah. out again kind of thing they're kind of filling the space because they're they're not going to show like pre-alpha gameplay yeah. of a council until that's they're ready to show the console itself they're not going to show anything yes on it. and i think it's smart but also bummer. that's they they when people say they're safe this year for their briefing they absolutely were but yeah that's because they're setting up for next year that's my opinion yeah so Next yeah. year's uh, next year's conference should be really really good, yeah, honestly. Um, because and hopefully it, Sony comes back. I really, yeah. I would really appreciate Sony coming back. You said that Microsoft's like all their stuff um, that they're developing, like all the first party studios, all that they're developing is going to be for next gen. Same thing with PlayStation. It's why they weren't there. <laughs> yeah. You know, they were just like, I don't, we don't, we can't show most of this. So. Um, right. yeah, next year should be, honestly, overall, I mean, we haven't gone through everything, but just overall, wasn't a huge fan of this year's E3. Like, oh. there there was definitely some highlights and stuff that I liked, but, like, they're... It's like they're all setting up for next year. They're yeah. all like, hey, yeah. this is what you get to be excited for next year, or, yeah. like, yeah. Q2 next year, kind of. It Like, at Microsoft, most of them were, like, 2020, like, with release yeah. dates. Which is yeah, I feel like of... we saw a lot more of things we already knew about. Yeah. There weren't a ton of surprises. Uh I'm gonna go through the list of games here that Yeah, go for it. We'll jump out on one. We got like... Spirit Fair Farrier, which I don't seemed... remember this one. Just it was fairer. it was a cool one where like you're on a <laughs> you're on a boat and you, there's like animal spirits or something. Like like mm. it's got this cool like illustration style to it. And it's a little vague on what exact. Well, it seems like you're kind of exploring uh, islands to get stuff that the people need. Oh, this was the one where like she fell in love with the animal, and the animal died or whatever, like in the trailer. I didn't get that feel for it. No, it seemed. Um, Well, well, they were being all sweet. They were hugging, and then he died, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, learn how to say goodbye. With the name of it, it sounds like you're kind of like helping these creatures move on yeah i was watching this with like friends in discord and i remember being like oh man and then that happened we're like oh no (laughs) why'd they get us attached in a trailer only to crush our dreams (laughs) it's brutal 
but it's really pretty. It looks, yeah. it looks, the art style it looks, looks cute. cute. The art yeah. style, yeah, I like I, it a lot. I'm definitely going to have to check that out. We also saw a little bit more of Minecraft Dungeons, which I'm is... I'm actually quite excited about those. Yeah. A lot of people that got to play it said it was, like, really fun, actually. And I, cool. for me, like, I played a lot, yeah. a lot of mine, early Minecraft, but I Hell can't yeah. get back into it, but... Oh man, dude! Yeah. Minecraft is one of those games that I will consistently go back to at random. You can just points. jump back into it and yeah. lose a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even like random points. It's just like I'll go a year without playing, and then one month I'll be like, "Oh man, you know what? I, I feel like really want to play Minecraft. Let's go yeah. punch some creepers." Yeah. Yeah, it's like I really am craving Minecraft right now. That'll happen, and I've been doing that lately. There's actually a new update it. for that. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. It's like Pillage and Scavenge or something. I can't remember. Yeah, I have a lot of like history with Minecraft. Like it's a very nostalgic Same. thing for me, and yeah. I still love it. So it's like it's I weird. I played so. a lot. I put in a lot of hours. Like that's yeah. The oh god, <laughs> this is a really sad thing. Speaking of Minecraft story mode, Minecraft story mode that Telltale made. I never played any of those. You can't buy them anymore because Telltale went down and they took them yeah, off the store. Right. And I I was listening to a podcast the other day and they said that like you only have a certain amount of time to re-download it even if you own it. Like even if you have it, really? like even if you bought it, you have to re-download it. And I went I re-downloaded it and then I went to buy season 2 because I don't have season 2, but I was like honestly, if they're going away, I should grab this and it was too late. So like I and if you try and buy season two on a disc, it's only the first episode, and then you have to like download the rest, which I guess they won't let you. So like that shit's just lost to history. Yeah, and it upsets me. That's so sad. <laughs> I've been meaning to do it, but with all the E three uh, stuff, what, probably next time's top topic of the show is gonna be about game preservation. I would be glad to talk about that because Cause yeah. cause I heard that news story and got all sad. I was yeah, like, oh, we're we're losing well, it's, access. It's not to- just yeah, it's all tell telltale games yeah. Like yeah all of them every every telltale game people it's so weird fucking thq nordic buy it and just keep them on the stores <laughs> they buy everything else yeah people people are never going to be able to experience that which i would say telltale games had a huge influence on where we Absolutely. are as games and and we're losing Especially a piece of history Sto- like story games yeah just having like episodic they put like the walking i never played it just watching people play like the walking dead like episode by episode like like, that that was a new like medium for streamers to play with their audience like that in itself like i just remember watching so many people play through just episodes you know i'm like oh i didn't watch this one i have to go back and watch them play through this one before i watch this live stream you know yeah it was awesome man the um i i i like telltale too a lot too i played a lot of their games so it's sad but minecraft dungeons looks super fun I am excited about it. We also got 12 minutes, the trailer for that. Really, like... Oh, my God, that one. <laughs> so good. Oh. So good. Like, it seemed it seemed real chill, and then the guy was just like, we have lived this. You need to tell, and then just went through the loops. It seems like you're just playing the game 12 minutes at a time It's and trying to figure out what's happening and, and I guess, why you're in a time loop. Yeah. I, I had heard about this game, like honestly like a few months ago to like it feels like a long time ago but at some point i heard about it on podcast beyond like one of them had played it i didn't know the name of the game so i didn't know that's what i was watching until like it kept going and i was like oh this is that game that i heard about but it's like 
it's such a cool concept. It's literally like 12 minutes you play, you learn the most that you can, and then you restart and you like try and figure it out. It's, yeah. And the trailer was super captivating. Looks awesome. Yeah, it looks yeah. really... I like how it's all top down. Like that's a new perspective because if you really think about it you never really see their entire face or at least in the trailer you didn't so it's like you don't yeah. have that like immediate connection to like the characters unless they're like lying on the floor or whatever but yeah. i just really liked that it was like perspective yeah it, it's it seems like you're like it it feels very like tight like you're kind of like stuck in this area and just with this claustrophobic yeah 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 and and very little but that like voice acting seems very interesting a lot it seems like a lot can go on so it'll be uh interesting for that then we got kind of this spooky weird trailer that i think a lot of people were thinking that was uh frick it's the game where you're an author is a uh, alan wake alan wake yeah a lot of people yeah. were thinking that was alan wake and then you're you're in the woods and you got a camera and people like no one figured out what it was until the it pulled away and you saw the Blair Witch symbol and they're making a Blair See, Witch game. Okay, I have never seen Blair Witch. Me either. Me so neither. at least I'm not alone in thinking I was stupid not knowing what that was before you saw like the title screen. So I missed out. I never saw Blair Witch. So. I'm assuming it's found footage. Yeah. The symbol like comes up first before you see the title. And my friend was like, Oh, is that the Blair Witch symbol? And then it comes and he's like, Oh, it is. <laughs> so I yeah. but I haven't seen it either, so I don't know. Yeah, people seemed like interested. It, it, the trailer didn't seem bad, it's just I don't know exactly is it tied to the movie at all or like the film? Or is this like a completely different Um, it seems like it'd probably be a prequel. Or something. I guess we we don't a prequel to it. Okay. Well, it also it also seemed like that game had a time loop. I've never to seen it. the movie. I have no idea. That that game seems like it had a time loop because it if you looked at the camera, it kind of seemed like it looped back where he yeah. like the camera had where he started and but he had died, so it kind of seems like you loop. I guess we'll have to we'll need more information, but yeah, it seemed like cool. maybe you're watching some of the game happen and then you're filling in the holes, and that's the gameplay. That was what I would think be happening. Like you're filling in the holes and you're playing through that part of the story that you don't you're not watching. But I again, we I had no idea. Yeah, I don't think any of us have seen Blair Witch, but the trailer looks cool. Yeah, spooky. Uh. Okay, I don't have a transition. Hey, Bree, something really <laughs> cool happened at the Microsoft press conference when Keanu Reeves showed up. What was like that like in person? Uh, you could feel the room. We like as soon as okay, I saw his character model at the end of like the l- little trailer. Trailer, because he pops up in the end. Yeah. I, you can tell it's him without him taking his glasses off. So I'm sitting in my chair. I'm like, no fucking way. Sorry for my... No, go ahead. Thing, but no way. And like, you see the, the character model in the trailer pull, and I'm like, it's Keanu Reeves. It's Keanu. And like, they bring him out, the smoking of the state, the production, you <laughs> know. It's like, entrance. you feel it. You feel, because everyone loves that man. <laughs> Who can't love that man? So it's like seeing him like, part of like a gaming story is amazing i'm super excited for it 
Apparently, he his character in Cyberpunk is like other than the player character, he has the most lines out of anyone in the game. I okay, so they awesome. don't ex- yeah. they don't explain exactly his character, but the gameplay I watched, um, he seems to pop up like in he's like part of. So in Cyberpunk, you get like chips, and like you can link into like like the web and stuff like that. So it seems like he has a link with this Kiana character. Not sure though. Um, well, we know what his character is, uh, which I'm Googling. Because I know it's Silverhand. Uh, it's Johnny Silverhand. It's Johnny Silver. So Yeah. yeah. His name is Johnny. Johnny Silver. Johnny, yeah. Johnny. Yes, Papa. I will, I will say two oh, things God. about this. While I was watching, <laughs> while I was watching the Cyberpunk trailer, I was saying, ta- telling my girlfriend, I was like, Oh, this whole chip thing in in his head, and it seems like he's not really handling it well. This seems like the movie Johnny Melmanek, uh, which was an old Keanu Reeves cyberpunk movie where he had to smuggle data in his head, but he didn't have enough storage, uh, and he did the deal. And I was like, oh, it kind of seems like they're going for that kind of vibe and stuff. And then Keanu Reeves shows up, and it's like, oh, I guess they were really going for that kind of vibe. Huh. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But so this is actually Cyberpunk 2077 is actually a sequel to a tabletop RPG uh, Cyberpunk. Yeah, which tw- I didn't know existed. Yeah. People explain this to me, and that sounds awesome. Yeah, I've never played it though. I think it was before I was born. Yeah, you can still get you can still get copies uh, of it. Um, you can get PDFs and physical copies from the develop the person who printed. Also, what's cool is the person who made wrote the source book for 2022 has been working with the devs of cyberpunk 2077 to like incorporate how how that work and a lot of the lore and this takes place obviously you know uh, 50 years after 20 uh 20 whatever 27 57 years whatever however the math works um (laughs) and johnny silverhand is a character from the tabletop rpg where there are like adventures that would involve him and it turned so it seems like storylines that would are part of that like the tabletop rpg will have kind of sequels like stuff stuff that happened then is important to now and johnny silverhand is dead it should be noted that and it seems like he's kind of in that your makes head sense. He, okay. yeah he's that, in your okay head. so i was right in assuming okay yeah, yeah he's, he seems like he's like a cyber ghost that's probably in the thing in your head which makes sense because the gameplay like he's n- you can tell he's not a physical person because he kind of glitches like he's a little, he's definitely in your head yeah so but yeah there seems like like uh polygon has a very cool video where they read the entire source book of Cyberpunk 2020, and he talked about like what stuff he would want to see from there in the actual game, and they talked a little about about Johnny Silverhand and all that. And I'm I'm still like I wish it wasn't first person. That's not my way of exploring an open world game. I'm not. You can play third person. You can. I thought it was force first. Okay, if you can. If you can play third person, I'm excited. Now you're doing a face that makes me think that you're not 100% about that. No, it looks like a face as I saw this in the gameplay demo, but I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say this or not. Uh, <laughs> no, no. At least.
least okay so you get to um you can walk everywhere or you can take vehicles it's up to you yeah. it's definitely more like mass effecty i don't know if uh you get to combat third person but you can definitely walk around not first person okay good because yeah um don't quote me on that later. I'm winking if you guys aren't watching. And this, uh, this but no, never, it's really cool. This never made it to the YouTube video. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will say, okay, so we obviously saw in that that uh, trailer kind of, you know, some stuff where the, the guy he was supposed to uh, trade with um, turned on him and attacked, and then he kind of pulled out blades and his arms and there was kind of exchange, and, and his character actually lost that fight due to this chick hacking him. Yeah. And and I was like, wait, I want to have her power. I want to be able to hack people and be able to kind of in, engage in, in battles that way. It has been said that you can play Cyberpunk 77 uh, without, without killing anybody. Yeah, that's what they said is, yep. Yeah, there there are passive or aggressive or as aggressive as you want. Yeah, you I mean you you can't play without hurting anybody. You there are sections where you do have to fight people, but you can spare them. There are bat boss battles where you can you can let them live. So you don't have to kill everybody, but there it seems like you can definitely handle scenarios with going in guns blazing or maybe stealthing around. It seems everybody who's played that or I guess came came away from that is blown away and i am excited to see it yeah um the gameplay demo i got to watch when they beat one of the boss ladies um they kind of are like knocked out for a second and you can kill them right there or they were trying to explain if you don't kill them are they going to come back for you later again it's very mass effect like your actions can come back depending if you kill them, let them live. Are they going to come back and help you for sparing them or come back to kill you revenge-wise? So it was very interesting um, how many choices you have in that game. So I'm super excited. Was the demo just amazing? It was awesome. (laughs) So again, it's not optimized. There's glitches, uh, and they definitely explain that. But like, it's early gameplay. It was awesome, though. Like, it wasn't pre-recorded they let the audience in my room like decide if we wanted to kill or spare and like they gave us like options to prove that it wasn't like pre-recorded so um it'd be cool if they they were just like oh no it's cyberpunk it's supposed to glitch this is on purpose (laughs) (laughs) it's in your head yeah yeah (laughs) um but uh, have you played witcher the witcher 3 I have not. I watched someone play through it. Everyone says I should play it. I'd probably love it. Oh no, it's 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 dope as fuck. Everyone but like... says when I had long hair, I look like Siri, the Siri chick. Oh yeah, maybe you could you could totally cosplay as her. Yeah, I don't know who I. Again, I've never played it, but it's that's another one where your actions. Yeah, that that game like the end, that game right? has yeah some huge stuff of like you have the option to kill characters and stuff and depending on if you did that will greatly change things and even at the beginning of the game games like that yeah um at the beginning of the game they'll ask like you could i think you can import your save from witcher 2 if you don't 
have one, then they'll just ask you like, "Hey, what did you think you would do in this scenario or whatever?" So you, yeah, you like pre pre determines your yeah, thing. you know, it's got kind of that Mass Effect stuff, but there's yeah, lots of story stuff. So and that seems like they're being way more ambitious with the Cyberpunk game, so it'll be exciting. Uh, you guys already talked about Halo Infinite. Um, we... uh, they just showed a little trailer. There's no gameplay. There's a little trailer at the end. The music, like the, it was like kind of kicking up with the drums, yeah. and, but it was like <laughs> so, like a little like slight, and then it was like as as the like light kicked open, then the full theme came on, and I was like, oh shit, let's go. It was great, but that's kind of so, all like, we got. Halo fans don't need. You know, some fancy shit. All we need is a little dun <laughs> dun, that and that's it. That gets us excited. That's all we need. Yeah. So, um, and then you got hands on with uh, Borderlands Three. Yeah, they uh, they went over. Um, I think Moe's or Maz, uh, their newer character that they inter- introduced a few weeks ago or whatever. Um, and I think that's who I got to play as and she has like this mech um that she can pop in and that's like her her skill tree um it was fun i didn't get to the last uh so you get like a little gameplay demo of going through your skills and then you work your way up to fight this boss i didn't get there i was like way too like walking around and looking at stuff so i got very uh distracted (laughs) but it was fun it's very fast paced. I was jumping around, you know, it's Borderlands, so Okay. Cool. I have very selfish questions about Borderlands. Okay. I have not gotten to talk to somebody who has played Borderlands three. Have you I, I need background on your on your gaming experiences <laughs> first of all. Have you played Borderlands two? I played it, I didn't beat it. Okay. How did you feel about the gunplay in Borderlands two, like how it mechanically feels? Fine. Okay. Okay, that's good to know. Um, you Why, <laughs> I'm getting a baseline there, here. Was getting it a baseline. Bad? No, I personally, I like don't think that the guns feel good in Borderlands Two, which is a weird. Which I know is crazy because everyone else does, and I'm I'm like, alone on it. Compared to that's Borderlands fine. One, what do you think is? I actually haven't played good Borderlands with One. Two. I haven't. I've well, only then, played two. Then you're you're in the the wrong for not playing Borderlands One. <laughs> well, I'm just. That's comparing why it feels it... so weird. No, <laughs> I'm comparing it to. I mean, I play a lot of first person shooters. I'm comparing it to like Call of Duty and Destiny and Halo, and just like how those guns feel, like how it feels to move your character and the weapons, and how they feel to shoot. Right in Borderlands, they just don't feel very good to shoot to me. Which is, and I some guns feel a lot better than others. Yeah, it's probably depending on the gun and maybe your character yeah. too, but. Like in three, like that was the yeah. It didn't feel weird at all. It was okay. like I said, fast pace. I could like jump around. Like I felt, I don't know. It felt good. The reason I was asking is I've heard from people. Um, like there are a couple of people on the Destiny Community podcast that like um said that Borderlands Three felt more improved on the gunplay. Like it felt a lot smoother. So I was like, Ooh. yeah. It probably <laughs> helped that I was playing on like high-end like pc like yeah. it was they optimize your experience so it could probably vary on depending yeah. on what you're playing on but it That's felt good, good. the the 20 minutes i got to play it it was i liked it so okay. it was good it was comfy like i was on like high sensitivity i was just jumping around it that's my only worry like, about that game. Like, I know I would like the story. Like, it with Borderlands 2, I liked the story. I liked the crazy guns. Like, those were fun, and the environments were great. The music was cool. But, like, just 
I couldn't play it for long because like eventually I was just like, it doesn't feel great. But it's like a very nitpicky little thing. But if yeah. Borderlands 3 feels a lot better, then I'm all in. <laughs> I would hope so. I think yeah. the, it'll be fine. You'll play cool. it. You'll have fun. Cool. <laughs> uh, we got the trailer for Elden Rings, which is the new game coming from Software or from Software and George R.R. R. Martin from Game of yep. Thrones. Hell yeah. The trailer looked weird super high fantasy stuff yeah super high fantasy stuff lots of limbs and like attached where limbs shouldn't be attached it was just like a bunch of arms (laughs) dude's Uh, shoulder was like cracking (laughs) i guess i guess we got no idea what the game's gonna be like it's probably gonna be like dark souls with some high high fantasy stuff i'm i'm like interested in why they're bringing are like martin on there if is it going to be more lore focused like story driven because we saw a lot of like combat if i remember yeah. the trailer right it there wasn't any like this is what this game is about very vague. You know what i mean yeah, it was the- just like here are people <laughs> so i see martin as like a storyteller so hopefully yeah. there's a reason I heard that so. he kind of helped consult on just like the world, like building out the world, which makes sense. Maybe they just had him yeah. come in for like some coffee and stuff, and we're like, "Can we put your name on? Why don't you? Why don't you make that an elf? Want to come to E three? Yeah, that's like it's like that's good, but we can put your name on the game, right? And like, yeah, sure. And that's yeah, all they sure, wanted. I guess. I don't know. That's they just wanted his name on the game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I will say, as somebody, who, I was looking forward to it because it's a George R. R. Martin thing, right? Like he consulted on it, so I was like, oh, that's cool. It's gonna be awesome. Um, but like the fact that it's that and FromSoft. Personally, if George R. R. Martin's going to consult on something, I wish it was more just like open world. RPG action adventure kind of thing, not exactly how FromSoft games are, which I do like FromSoft games, but I just wish that like his kind of world building is in an open kind of expansive thing. Um, maybe this game will be. Who knows? Maybe the FromSoft game will be super open world or something, which would be new. But uh, we also got a new Xbox Elite controller. Uh, you guys hyped? I if I am- had the money to buy one. <laughs> Because I'm not going to buy it right away. The reason they needed a 2.0 is because of these Muttatruckas. These bumpers go out. These, This one I actually got replaced. Oh. They, that's the one thing they better have fixed. And I, I don't know because I didn't get hands-on with it. But if you've ever played with Elite Controller, it's heavy. It's It's nice. Um, I'm excited about the charge hours that's on it and it's Bluetooth, which is nice. Cause then you can hook that up to whatever. Um, but that's like the nerd, like I, I'm an Xbox person. Um, very much recommend buying a nice controller because I don't like this one that comes with the Xbox. It's too, uh, light and cheap for me. So but it's too light (laughs) it is though it is it's so much heavier than a like standard ps4 controller it really is and playing halo a lot bumper jumper and just having better buttons like that's why that's why i need a a, 
a better controller than the one that comes with okay. Xbox. Okay, you exactly understand the reason why I want an Elite then. Because on yeah. the... I play Destiny on Bumper Jumper, right? I use L1 to jump, right? And in... Because there's a lot of aerial combat, so you don't want to take your hand off the thumbstick. Yeah, you so, want to be able to shoot and jump and throw yeah. shit like, as you And you're... aim as well. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like... But on Halo 5, the Bumper Jumper like control option changes the sprint to the a button and it doesn't make sense i'm like why you, why yeah, is this a thing well it's you can isn't can't you customize now i like, think you can customize what? control but it's like for the whole system it's not like for yeah. per game which on the new one you're gonna have three settings yeah. that you can just switch from, and that cool. I love that a lot because you can have Halo, Forza, and then like Gears of War. That's you can like awesome. switch that. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I've wanted an Elite controller since I started playing Halo Five, and I saw that the bumper jumper options in the game are really bad. I was like, man, I need an Elite controller, and I haven't got one. But eh, I I still prefer bumper jumper, but yeah, I'm excited. Not yeah. everyone is. It's just a controller to some people, which is fine. Yeah. But. I wish that they also let you do the game labs, like the design labs with it, where you can change with the an elite controller. Yeah, that can't would be you really do that, cool. or is that no, only with it's the only regular? the standard controller? Okay, really? See, I've yeah. never done the lab thing, but there's some cool controllers people have made. So. Yeah, they're really awesome. The design labs thing is really cool. Uh, yeah. you know what else is cool? Legos, and they're going to be in Hell Forza yeah. Horizon. <laughs> Everything is awesome. That that was <laughs> that trailer was so great. cool. Like they they uh, showed the like car, um, and it was like, oh, they put in another fancy car. Who gives a shit? And then it was a Lego. <laughs> yeah, and then they did Legos, and I was like, yes, I'm on board again. And it looks yeah. so cool, and I'm stoked for it. Like everything's Lego, yeah. the entire world, the cars. I'm I'm hyped. Yeah, so I'm not a huge like car person, but I have played Horizon, and it's a beautiful game. It's I just drive around in it. I don't really like to race. Um, so the fact that there's Legos now that you can run into and it sounds great. I'm all about it. Are we Xbox friends, Bree? Uh, probably not. Are oh. we? I don't know. I don't. I don't play my. I don't think we are, Bryce. I don't. I, I don't play my. I don't play my Xbox too much. But maybe we could play Forza because that's a Game Pass game. Yeah. Um. Also, speaking of Game Pass games, Gears of War Five coming to you hot. <laughs> you guys hyped? I guess I haven't played a Gears in a long time. I didn't get to play it, and I'm really sad. I just did not have time. Um. But I'm excited. I, I I've said this before, but I played. All of the Gears of War games for the first time in the summer leading up to Gears 4, like Gears 4 was coming out that fall, and I played through 1, 2, 3, and Judgment all in that summer, which took a lot of time, by the way. No, you played Judgment. Oh my god. I I played Judgment, and my first takeaway was, this isn't that bad. (laughs) Like, I get why people people don't like it, because it's very different, but like, I was playing it, and I was like, why does everybody hate this? Like it's not the worst. Thing I think in the it was world. just the timing of that game coming yeah. out, and it it did have a lot of problems. It just yeah. was just. I could get a timing thing, and it's super different too. So like, I get it if people just weren't ready for it. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited for five though. Yeah, super excited. I played through all of them that summer in prep for four, and then I never played four. So I have four, <gasps> you but need I haven't to. beaten it. It's so good. I uh yeah I need to get to it. So Gears of War Five is gonna be very focused on Kate. So yeah. you need to play four. 
Yeah. Before you play five. I'm going five. to. The, uh, how long is it? Gears 4. It's not actually that long. There's okay. just a lot of uh, cinematic bullshit that's <laughs> intertwined. So you, you have to be a little patient. But don't play it on, like, the hardest difficulty no. because you'll just get mad at it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I'll play it before five. So I would be excited if I had played four. I still am because uh, I really enjoyed the ones I played. Yeah, the little trailer that they had of just, like, hate was it explained everything but didn't. <laughs> That's what you really want. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. And Dying Light 2, we got a little bit more of that. Uh, yeah, the, I guess that, speaking of games that are going to have a lot of story change, like, decisions that are supposed to have big changes, I've heard a lot of interesting stuff, like, based on, uh, story decision you make, um, you'll have access to a new area that you might not have, if you, like, spare a guy or not, or... When they showed off that game for the first time, they had, like, a giant graphic on the back of the screen that was, like, here are all these billions of branching paths, so, like, it's gonna be a lot different. Yeah, I, I heard it said that, uh, on your average playthrough, you're only gonna see, like, 50% of the game. So you're going to have to play wow, really? multiple times to see every possible scenario, which is cool because because with those type of games, um, when when you're done, you can go to a friend who's also finished the game and be like, hey, what'd you do here? And how like be like, oh, this like this the, the, uh, I spared this guy. And then he revealed that, oh, the zombies came from the space and stuff. Oh, I killed him. And now. <laughs> I have aliens. Yeah, I, I don't know, but like you know, there's a lot of different things. I, I mean, I will say having that conversation is what turned me off of The Witcher because I ended up killing someone in The Witcher that my roommate ended up sparing, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't even know you could spare her." And then I looked up what happens, and I was like, "Oh shit, I fucked up." <laughs> you gotta accept your consequences yeah. and keep going. You know? I know. I need. To, I need to jump. I need to start playing again and just roll with the punches. But that's, so is, yeah. I never played Dying Light. Is it like a horror thriller like story? Not really. It's definitely spooky a little bit, but only because the zombies are just really scary and like actually really threatening when it gets to be nighttime. But is it, it is more a like parkour... Resident Evil. N- not really. Well, parkour. It's parkour. It is a parkour open world zombie game. Yeah. So Mirror's Edge was zombies. Yes. And that guns. sounds awesome. <laughs> There's a big focus on melee combat. You can play through Dying Light with like three other friends. Like I played with. Um, it was during a time in Destiny One where like a, a expansion came out and people weren't loving it, so there was a little bit of a lull. So me and like a couple Destiny friends hopped on Dying Light for like a month or two and just played that a ton. And there's a lot of content and it's awesome. That game's great. If there's a sale, you should grab Dying Light. I have I have really always wanted to play Dying I have to Light. Add that to my list. Yeah. I've, I only got, like, 20 hours in or something. Like, we only played for, like, I don't know, a month and, like, a couple times a week. But um, I would like to go back to it. One of the billions of games I would like to go back to. <laughs> I have always wanted to play Dying Light with friends or so, uh, because I hear amazing things about it. So, Bree, if you end up picking it up, I'll totally play it with you because I, <laughs> yeah. I have wanted to play that for a while. Speaking of a game... Another game I want to play, Way of the Woods. This is another weird, cool-looking indie game where you play as, it seems like, two deer. Like, you're kind of the mother deer. 
It looks so cute. Yeah, like you're going, it seems like you're kind of in a modern setting and you're trying to get back home, but also like seems very surreal and and all that. It's, I don't know. It, it looks really looks cool. It looks like they're stuck in a city, you know, because yeah. they're like going, I don't know if it's like post-apocalyptic or like there's just no people around or we just didn't see them, but it looks super cute. Like you're taking care of like a fawn while going through this but yeah yeah it, it looks really cool and i'm excited to hear more uh but one last bit of indie news um microsoft has bought double fine uh which Ooh. seems seems to be microsoft's move of late of like i i know a way to get exclusives let's buy everybody <laughs> Um, and so <laughs> to be fair though, double fight, they've been struggling for a while. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they're definitely kind of weird indie games. They put out psychonauts. Um, I'm trying to think of, of some notable games, uh, costume quest. They, they put out a lot of really cool games, but they haven't really had a breakout hit in, in quite some time. So I, I get it. And, and then we, saw you know uh god who is the guy well the the head of double fine came out he he was funny he was like hey do you like we'll do halo if you want or excel whatever you need and it's just like no you can do yeah that's pretty funny (laughs) and then and then we saw schaefer what's his name tim schaefer that's it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. tim schaefer yep yeah i knew it was tim something um and uh he showed psychonauts 2 i've not played psychonauts 1 but psychonauts 2 looks dope af so that is some exciting stuff. Uh, that is two press conferences down. Teddy, can you take us <laughs> through Bethesda? Okay. Uh, all right, Bethesda. Um, this is not exactly in the the uh, full order. I'm pretty sure this is about the order um, that it happened. But the you know Todd Howard came out and was like, what did he say? It was like one of the. Uh, he's like, oh, we made mistakes along the way. With all of those mistakes, I'm surprised you're all still here or something like that. Like, I'm surprised this many of you showed up. Um, so he came out and talked about Fallout 76. I loved all the, like, we are Bethesda. You are Bethesda. You can't be mad at us because you are us. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got him, <'em>, dude. <laughs> Fucking, uh... Yeah, they're, they're on a republic. They're on an apology tour right now. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find, because we don't have it in here, but I'm trying to find there is also a name of the expansion that is coming out for free where they're adding NPCs, which is huge, and like a main storyline. I'm pretty the, sure it's... Oh, I don't know what the name of the NPC is, but I know the Battle Royale is Nuclear Winter. Oh, well, there's something Oh, man, I, th- I thought... I thought that was what that was named. Maybe. <laughs> oh, well. Um, but yeah, there, there's a big expansion that's going to be free for everybody that's adding like human NPCs, which is huge for that game, and uh, main quest line and all this. And then they are also adding a um, battle royale. Does anybody care? We're going to move on. I mean, oh, that is the stupidest freaking thing ever because you need a lot of players to make a battle royale work, and they're begging people to play this is the stupidest yeah. thing to add to fallout 76 right now no yeah. yeah, no it's hot they were like eh, people loving battle royales we'll add one in. the red dead redemption online has a battle royale mode and i jumped in there once three people played there was three people i could get into a match 
That seems like just matchmaking problems. No, because no one was <laughs> no one was playing it. I don't you know have about to... that. Red Dead Online is still huge. There's no way that only three people. <laughs> I mean, I, it was a little bit ago. They're trying to give you more stuff. Red Dead Redemption Online has never done well. That it just yeah. it they they've been putting stuff in and trying to get players back in. And when I hopped in there, it definitely there was not many people, and it would seemed everybody was just griefing for the most part. I anytime I tried to do a mission, people would just shoot me, and I was just like, "This is bad." <laughs> um. Okay. So that is Fallout seventy six. I don't care. I was not super interested in 76 in the first place, and then it was a train wreck. Good luck, Bethesda. Doom Eternal coming out November 22nd this year. Um, they uh, just showed off more gameplay, which looks awesome. There looks like there's a huge focus on the movement, as well as they also showed off a 2v1 multiplayer mode. Um, it's not like the multiplayer before, but it's like um, two aliens versus the Doom guy. Uh, they kept saying it's a mix of strategy and skill um so that that looks like it'll be a fun little bonus but it looks like more doom with more focus on traversal brie you played doom was it fun i did and i died a lot because i haven't played any <laughs> of the newer dooms but it was fun yeah there's a lot of ways to kill things so hell yeah <laughs> good i'm that excited to try right. it out i'm definitely gonna pick it up this time but like again i haven't played do like any of the newer dooms so it's yeah. it was super like uncomfortable to play it because you can like yeah. wall grab and like double jump and yeah so it feels it feels like when i i like i've been saying i'm a first person shooter guy but like i tried doom the first one um like at a friend's house he had it and i tried playing it and it just doesn't really it didn't really click for me i feel like if it, it would if i gave it more time yeah exactly i feel like if if you had more time to play it from the start and yeah work up to i I, yeah, I died a true. lot. And you can pick up, like, one-ups, and, like, there's, there's like, portals and stuff you can go through. Yeah. So It seems even more video gamey. <laughs> yeah. More portals video games. And and... No, it, it was really fun of what I played. Um, the people people that love the previous ones are going to love this one, I'm sure. Good. So. November 22nd. Get hyped. You know what I'm hyped for? The Elder Scrolls Online, because I pre-ordered the expansion, and then I didn't play it. <laughs> I own it, and I haven't launched it yet. It came out, like, a month ago at this point, and I still haven't launched it. But I really love ESO. ESO is one of my favorite MMOs going right now. Uh, They came out, and they showed, like, the second part to the Elsewhere cinematic. Uh, The first part came out with it, and then it was, like, to be continued. Um, I enjoyed it because I've actually been, like, following that, but it's very long. For people who are not into ESO, I was like, oh, man, they're probably struggling right now because it was a long trailer. Um, But then they also announced that... In the Year of the Dragon, uh, which is like the season thing, that's how they're doing content. Um, the Scalebreaker DLC is coming out first, and that's a dungeon DLC. They didn't have dates, they're just both this year. And then the next one is a is called Dragonhold, and it's a zone DLC. So there's a whole zone of quests and places to explore and whatnot. So um, I'm excited about that. That seems like it's going to be a lot of fun when... I get the chance to play it, which will be never. But if you're interested in Elder Scrolls Online, pick it up. It's a great MMO. It's a lot of fun. Um, you guys haven't played it, right? Nobody's played no. it? No. Uh, yeah, I think I fine. played like an hour <laughs> or so of it when it was on Game Pass, but I, I didn't get too the far into it. The console version of so. that game is not super great, sadly. It wasn't I bad. I mean, it's good. I just, I just didn't like how um, if you're in a group, like you each have to do everything 
step you can't like work together yeah it doesn't share and i feel like that's where i was like we were losing a lot of time just because we were both doing like yeah yeah. it's grindy it's an mmo like you're gonna it's gonna be a big time sink you know but um yeah and i get distracted so i'll go off and like fight things for 15 minutes and they're like did you finish it no sorry gotta go (laughs) do this so it's yeah yeah playing at co-op was was yeah yeah, as somebody who loves MMOs, though, it is, uh, it's it's really polished, and the side quests are actually interesting. Like, in most MMOs, it's literally like, go kill ten things in this area, okay. And then it's just grindy like that, whereas ESO has actual, like, quests that are interesting. Um, yeah. Then, uh, let's see if I can nail this. Ikumi Nakamura came out on stage, and uh, she is a, ve- a developer for a new game called Ghostwire Tokyo, fully new IP. Um, as she said, it's spooky. Um, and she was super cute and enthusiastic about it, and it was awesome. And uh, they showed off a little CG trailer where like, it was Tokyo, and people were disappearing, and that's kind of all we know about it. But she did say, she said that it's not exactly a horror game, that it's more of like a thriller, and it's spooky but it's like still action adventure and that's where i'm like oh maybe i'll actually play it because normally i don't play horror games but that sounds like i'd be okay with it yeah it, um it, yeah. like we definitely get the disappearing thing but then we see like these monsters that kind of like a ninja or ranger type character is is fighting against and yeah like it seems like there there was at one point some guys who just shot somebody and she disappeared so it mm. it seems like there's some sort of creatures that are taking people out and somebody who's fighting against and all these like fantasy creatures i will be very curious to see what the gameplay looks like but if the they set up the world in a really cool way so the just that trailer shows off a really cool setting yeah um and then they said rage is rage 2's first expansion is coming out later this year shut off uh, a little bit a little trailer for that and then they talked about orion which is bethesda's streaming technology but it's not exactly bryce shakes his head out of all of the streaming stuff that we've been talking about over the last forever this is the most interesting to me because this seems like something that will actually make a significant difference it's literally just they described it as just like um it's not necessarily for it's not a service for gamers but it's a uh it's a technology for publishers and developers because it's going it apparently helps optimize things to run better for streaming services like stadia and xcloud that's where i was like oh okay cool if you will help it run better awesome yeah (laughs) because that's what i'm interested in. i guess that that's more exciting just the fact that everybody's announcing streaming services yeah it's just it feels different though it just feels like kind of where you know everything was on netflix and it was great and then everybody wanted to do their own and it's like i don't want to now we have like hulu disney yeah. yeah and five and, more others and you're like i want well i want to be able to just get all my stuff in one place and and right but if the, if this is more about making it easier so stuff works on these other services i'm more about that yeah right. um and then they showed off death loop yeah yes. which is also a new ip and that trailer looked awesome um and it was the game is from arcane studios which does dishonored um, which is another one of those games that I played the previous in the install, like Dishonored 2 was coming out that fall. I played the remastered that came out of Dishonored 1, beat it. It took me a while, but I beat it and I had fun. Then I was like, all right, Dishonored 2, pre-ordered it, never played it. 
um but yeah arcane studios uh is really well known for design that lets you do whatever like you can go about the level in many many different ways um and they said that it was still gonna have that same type of thing it's about two characters that are like in stuck in a death loop the i'm pretty sure the woman wants to keep the guy in the death loop by killing him and she keeps him there by killing him and the man wants to get out and he has to get out by killing her that's kind of I, not entirely yeah. sure. It was something I mean, like in, that. in the trailer, we see the the woman seems to have powers where she can teleport around. The guy just seems to be have guns. He's um, stuck. Yeah, and and we saw for the most part the girl killed the guy a bunch of times, but there was at yeah. least once where the guy killed the girl, and but it did still go. So yeah. th- it'll be curious to see what the rules of this universe are. The trailer focuses on those two, but there are other people that they are fighting so yeah we'll, we'll be curious it's interesting i'm very excited to hear more i arcane studios there's one level in dishonor 2 that everyone like talked about over and over like the it's like the clockwork level apparently is incredible um and it's like the most well-designed level that people have played in like anything and i'm like man i really do have to go back and play dishonored um but yeah and then they also showed off wolfenstein young blood no like new info um but that comes out july 26th it is a wolfenstein game and those games are really fun and it is co-op and you can play through the whole thing with a friend and that seems like it's going to be a lot of fun and it's really soon july um and that trailer was really dope it was set to music and it was edited super great and i liked it a lot bryce tell us about ubisoft any closing comments on bethesda i actually quite enjoyed the bethesda Uh, real quick i know that darian has seen both ghostwire tokyo and deathloop trailers what do you think of those yeah the trailers looked cool i'm absolutely not going to be playing either one of them that didn't seem like you know that yet thing no, like I, my initial thought was, oh, wow, yeah, Deathloop looks really cool. How the fuck are they gonna make this concept into a game? Like it's, it looks like a good movie concept, not a good game. I mean, it definitely seems to be inspired. the The aesthetics seem to be inspired by old movies, like movies from the seventies. That definitely like end credits where they showed Deathloop was, um, yeah. like the graphics. Yeah, it definitely had that older feel to it, uh, but. I mean, I, I'm optimistic. We'll see. How do you know you're not going to play it or that you don't like the game if you haven't seen gameplay, though? I just, I'm, I'm not hopeful for how they're going to translate the teaser trailer into gameplay. Be open, man. You never know. Can't. You never can't. know. I play League of Legends, and that's why <laughs> I can't play other video games. I mean, that's the. It's, <laughs> I, I understand. I get it. I'm like naming off all these games that I didn't play because I was too busy playing Destiny, yeah. and now I'm back into Destiny. So fuck me. She is a very, <laughs> she is a very particular gamer. Like I was saying when I was uh, showing her stuff, I was just like. She she's very particular. You just have to like keep being like you're gonna like this game. You're gonna like this, and then maybe she'll try it, and then maybe she'll like God of War, and then she does. <laughs> <laughs> but but to be fair, I was the same way with Spider Man, and she super hated that. So Spider Man was fucking awful, which yeah. is why I don't trust Bryce anymore. Yeah, I got I got one in the win <laughs> category and one in the lose category. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, Ubisoft came out and they showed us Watch Dogs Legion. And that one is super interesting. It's this time we are in London, and 
you don't have a main character because all of the characters are your character. You can recruit any NPC, obviously not the bad guys. You can't be like, hey, guy killing me. You want to be on my side? Unless maybe there is. Maybe there is a few characters you can turn to your side. Um, But you can play as any character you encounter in the world. You will be able to see what kind of stats they bring to the table and they showed off you playing as um some different characters in the gameplay demo both just like showing off how recruiting would work where you have to kind of do a mission to bring them to your side but also because you can play as any character if a character dies they have permadeath and then you switch to a different character and will play that as that i'm so excited (laughs) But they they showed off after after the character you started as this kind of middle aged bald man uh, who seemed maybe like a brawler type we didn't we didn't get a great feel for what he's brought to the table um, he ended up dying and then they switched to a old lady and she went in and did some some hacking stuff with a drone and like shocked people and people are in love with playing as this grandma. And then the once once she had acquired the information about where this uh, shocked people where this kid was, uh, they switched over to a brawler, and he she went in uh, to to rescue this uh, kid and um, finally recruit him. And I will say that like during that cutscene, the the kid that uh, they end up recruiting, he asks the character that they're playing as now. And she's like, what, or he's like, what, what happened to that guy who helped me? And the character you're playing as says, oh, he died. And then he, he ends up joining your group and stuff. So that like, how does that even work? I guess my, my thought was like, I guess if he doesn't die, then maybe you don't even get to that mission. Maybe, maybe things play out very differently. And and they're saying like that each character is going to have unique dialogue and and all this stuff. This seems super super ambitious. And speaking of which, let's jump down to the questions sent in by an Aussie boy. He says, "Do you think the ambition towards the new Wash Dogs game could be its downfall? Ubisoft has been innovators for new gameplay trends through their entire existence, but I'm worried that it's going to end up like State of Decay." Where you can play as anyone, but it doesn't have a strong narrative. What do you guys possibly. think? Possibly. It is very, very possible. Um, I'm optimistic from what I've seen, um, but it's a super ambitious concept. I, I think what, what they'll have to do is more, you're going to be invested in the stories of the individual characters. It seems like they're going to kind of have those people have the individual things and i guess we don't really know much about what the main story is they just kind of i was gonna say the complete opposite i don't think they're gonna focus on the characters basically at all because each character is like disposable and they don't really like you can't develop a whole quest around this one npc that's found over here and then like what if somebody never picks that npc so like i think they probably it seems like they're developing an overall overarching story based on like the ai or the character that's talking to you what is it like bagley or something like that um it seems like they're developing an overarching story based on that and on deadsec as a whole and then um going from there that'll be interesting darian did you find an the uh legion 
Watch Dogs Legion interesting or? Nope. Okay. Bree, you interested in Watch Dogs? Uh, I was out eating during this press conference. So okay. I missed out on a lot of this stuff. I, I will just say real quick, this is one of the most like games one of the games that i'm excited about by far the most oh, like yeah. watchdogs 2 is a lot of fun watchdogs 2 is awesome and i had a great time with 2 and 3 seems like it's going to be that same kind of level of fun but like super ambitious and kind of innovative and like if they keep if they do this idea but even still have the same mechanics from 2 and the same like level design from watchdogs 2 and like they add more gadgets and whatnot like i'm in it's gonna be a fun time I, yeah. I will say this, that this was a problem with the first Watch Dogs, is when they first showed that, that looked, like, mind-blowing, and then when it finally came out, they were like, this isn't what we you showed in the first place. They, they over-promised, and hopefully they learned their lesson from that and aren't trying to, to overdo it this time. If it is what they show it to be, it'll be, I mean, this next, you know, batch of games are going to be mind-blowing. Cyberpunk, Watch Dogs... Like, the next, you know, few years of gaming is going to be insane. Okay, so Ubisoft showed off Roller Champions, which seems like a little multiplayer roller derby, like, but with powers and, like, a little, yeah, bigger deal. That sounds fun. Yeah, it's... Uh, it was free for a while. When they dropped it, they also dropped a demo for, like, the next four days. I, I didn't get to try it out, sadly. But I had a couple of friends who did, and they seemed like they had a really good time. Yeah, I saw, well, I saw the future playing it, and I asked yeah. him while he was streaming, and he seemed kind of down on it. He said, well, maybe mm -hmm. I just need to play more or something. He said that it, it was, you know, in beta, and there was a lot of issues with it, so maybe the final version will be better. Um, but... It's it's a wait and see. It's kind of a smaller game that is going to exist on kind of outside the main situation. Uh, we've got Gods and Monsters, which... This was just a short little trailer, but I'm very, very excited. <laughs> I don't remember too much about it. It seemed like it was a lady fighting some stuff. I don't even know if she fought. It just... All I the the most important thing is that it was very much the trailer was very very much the Breath of the Wild art style, and it is developed by the team that did Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and it is called Gods and Monsters, and it is focused on mythology. Like I am down, <laughs> sign me up. Uh, and then lastly, for I guess there's um a few other things we did get it. They did go. I, I was gonna say this isn't on the thing or even in the article that we had here, but it's um because they didn't announce anything technically. But uh, John Berthall came out on stage with his dog, and it was oh adorable. My God, that's the only thing I remember because the, it was on Twitter. It, he just had his dog, and it just laid there, and it was like best Dude, boy. It or was girl. such a good boy. Like he was chilling there. He was hanging out. He didn't move or anything. He was just chilling. Um, but he came out and he like, um, I was watching the kind of funny, uh, like watch, I was watching them watch the stream, right? Like the reacts. And he, uh, he was doing, John Berthal was giving the whole speech and Tim and Greg were both like, yeah, I'm with you, John. <laughs> You're doing a great job in this speech. You get me in it. He was so good. He was great up there. Um, but yeah, I am excited about Breakpoint as well. They didn't really announce anything, but that's coming out. Uh, yeah, we obviously got a new Just Dance, uh, but we did get coming to the Wii still. Yep, it's <laughs> that's where the people will be playing. <laughs> 2019. I, I will say, 
I spent so much money and time getting a connect working so that uh, my girlfriend could play Just Dance. So I'll probably be getting this just because of all the... Cause I have an Xbox One S, and then I was like, oh, I'll get a Kinect, because if you're going to play Just Dance, I feel like playing with a Kinect is the way to do it. But then it turns out that apparently a Kinect doesn't just plug into an S anymore. you got to get an nope. adapter. they got to get that, that adapter, and they don't make them anymore. Yeah, there's not an official oh, yeah. adapter, so I had to find a third-party adapter, and I was like, <laughs> I plugged it all in and, and got it finally set up. And it also doesn't sit on your TV like a PlayStation camera does or anything. So I ended up having to take my tripod and hook it into the tripod. And it's kind of like angled weird. It's a whole thing, but we've got Just Dance working. <laughs> anyway, uh, they showed off Rainbow Six Quarantine, which seems to be like a tactical zombie game. I guess I don't really... Teddy, is this your type of game? I don't know. Um, not. I didn't really. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of tuned out with Rainbow Six stuff because I'm not super into uh, Siege. But like, I I need to look more into this. But from what you just said, it kind of sounds like it. Yeah. Well, anytime they start with Tom Clancy, I'm like, oh, I'm out. I don't even. It's not. It's not Tom Clancy. Just Rainbow Six Siege oh. because it's such a bit. There's an ant on my table. Great. <laughs> That's perfect for podcasts. Oh my god. Um, but there's it's like, like clapping. It got a sink. Everyone do it now. <laughs> Everybody killed their singular ants on your own table. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh yeah. Uh Siege is like so intricate and so detailed and like so long going and there's so many different classes and heroes I like or whatever. Watching. That, I like watching yeah. people play Siege. I am too intimidated to play. I have no time yeah. or the want to know the characters and the tactics. And but again, I play League of Legends, so I'd rather just go do that. So. Yeah, it's. I would like to do. Um, I would like to kind of play Siege Vegas because I like competitive FPSs a lot. Um, but I, it's such a time sink to learn everything. Like it's a huge learning curve. So I, I just kind of stay away from it. Um, but yeah, I'll look more into it for right. sure. But yeah, I think they announced some other, like a mobile game and stuff. I'm not, if you're into that, you can look into that. Uh, we got other news to talk about, like the Square Enix conference, which was pretty cool. Darian, do you want to cover that one? Sure. <laughs> Darian, are you just over <laughs> this? I'm pretty exhausted. Okay. Well, <laughs> I am too done. Just, just power through the Square Enix one and we'll wrap this up. They did another Final Fantasy uh, 7 remake trailer and they showed uh, Tifa finally and that's coming out March 3rd, 2020. That's pretty exciting. Anybody else excited for Final Fantasy 7 or is that just I me? Am. I've never played 7. And I'm Me excited. neither. I've been waiting yeah. to play it, the remastered, so I get the to... remake. Seems like something I'm gonna enjoy gameplay wise. Like the combat yeah. looks fun. It just sucks that Final Fantasy VII is one of those games that like everybody knows about that one thing, and you there's a la, 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 there's la, a person <laughs> there's a person that things happen. Okay. The game's been out for 22 years, and you guys have never seen a meme about the person. Whatever. Anyway, Maybe. we're not talking about it. Lucky. They're, they're talking about potential potential alternate endings, which you know, oh. classic fans would be cool with, or not. I guess 
I'd be cool. Yeah, I, I kind of wish I could. There's a lot of games I wish I could go in uh, blind, like Gone Home. That thing's been spoiled for me, and I hear it's amazing, but I know how it ends, even though I haven't like played a minute of it. But yeah. Final Fantasy VII is one of those things that I know what happens. At least I don't know the entire thing. I just know one big moment. I guess I don't know. Somehow I, I, I'm really good at not having spoilers, but I guess I don't pay we, enough attention. I mean, we don't need to elaborate. Yeah, Once it not... gets to that moment, you'll probably recognize it because it's one of the most talked about video game moments of all time ever. Probably. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but what else happened at Square? Um, they announced and showed a trailer, I think, for Kingdom Hearts Remind and gave a release window. What's weird about that is that they showed that at a uh, concert beforehand and then released the, like, they showed it to the people at the concert, then they put it out on YouTube for everybody to watch, and then showed it again at the E3 event, and it just felt so lackluster, like, because we had already seen it. Like, this would have been a great thing to show at their press conference because their press conference felt really lacking because, I mean, it was a lot of, like, re-releases or mobile stuff, and the Kingdom Hearts DLC would have been a great thing to, to pat, like, put in their press conference, but we already saw it. So, and then... And then they showed the really, really bad trailer for the Avengers. We're just coming May 15th, 2020. Can't wait to request to work all day that day. <laughs> I'm not an internet hater. I quite, I don't hate any, I don't hate the trailer. I know a lot of people do. I don't, I don't hate the designs. I don't hate the trailer. Ray, how do you feel about it? I mean, it looked cool. And I feel like people that are super, super uh, Avengers fans either liked it or hated it. I was sitting there watching one of my friends, which loves... He was hype, so I think it just depends. Darian, why do you hate it? Just curious. I think I, I've I've heard why some people uh, do, but I don't... Yeah, I mean, I was not interested in the game in the beginning, but then they released this trailer, and I was like, oh, it did... did Wait, hold have, on, like, hold life? on. Just the idea of an Avengers game by Crystal Dynamics, people do the Tomb Raider reboot. You're not interested in that? No. Avengers. <laughs> do you do you like the MCU? Yes. No. I don't like watching the MCU. Don't equate this to the MCU because it's not. I'm not. I'm not. I know it's this not the like MCU. This is like the same thing. But... Like I love the Spider-Man games, but or, uh, movies, but I don't like playing yeah. through things that I like watching. I, I don't want to watch a Kingdom Hearts movie. I want to play a Kingdom it's Hearts separate. game. That's the no, point, though. It's, it's the not the concept. MCU. The Avengers the concept, is, a, sure. is, a, is a movie for me now. That's a movie series. I don't want to play through that. That's just something that doesn't interest me. I think me. I'm on the same what? page as you. Like, I... How do you... So, I don't... I haven't played any of the Spider-Man games, but, again, I've watched so many Spider-Man movies, unless it's completely different, like... I'm not gonna yeah, get into the game. It's a different story and stuff, but both of these. Yeah, are. but you're, it's still like Avengers. I've never played an Avengers game. I don't know if there has they been one. They haven't really been a ton, especially like, recently. Until well, that's what I mean. Are you gonna now. play everyone's story, or are you just? Is it a fighting game? Like, what is it? I have no idea. Here's the problem with it. I it's zoned a, out too. It's a service game. They're trying to sell you characters and stuff. Of like, they said the characters will be free. The characters are bad. I guess they're, they're sure. not. Why are they bad? They're selling you costumes. Wait, wait, wait. But the biggest question. Biggest question. Can you play as Lebowski Thor? No. <laughs> well, maybe. maybe in the future. They're I'm gonna, out. I'm they're, out. They're going to sell you care. costumes. 
<laughs> yeah, it'll be a costume. <laughs> Fuck it. It looks bad. Anyway, was that? I don't. I genuinely don't think it looks bad. I think the gameplay looks mediocre. It's not mind blowing gameplay, right? I think it looks fine. I don't see what looks bad about it. The only thing that I think the people on the internet hate about like about it by default is that they look at it and they're like, oh, broke ass Avengers because it's not Chris Hemsworth and Mark no. Ruffalo and all. But like, you're not gonna get them. Like, I feel like people were expecting that. And you know, it looks not like what the it spirit is. Halloween version of exactly. the characters. But they're not that's though. bad. But it's and not. They're it their is own though. Like, like they tried so hard to make it look like the characters no. in the MCU. Okay. I completely they, disagree. Like, they they thought it was Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Arachnid man of this one city. Oh, man. See, I disagree. They tried. The characters, right, in the comics, right, Thor looks like Thor. So they make Thor look like Thor, but he's not going to look like Chris Hemsworth because they're not going to model him after Chris Hemsworth, right? Like, they have a base, and they made the base, and they made their version of it. Like, I don't know. I don't think they look like broke-ass versions. But It looks like they're and stunt they, And doubles. they only look like broke-ass versions if you're kind of going into it expecting the MCU. You gotta expect something different. They're doing their own thing. Okay. He uh, doesn't. Okay, but they don't look like the comic book versions or even like a revamped version. They look like they tried to imitate the MCU, which they didn't need to do. They, I don't know. they don't look. I don't which know. Which is stupid. Like if it's trying to be a separate entity, make it a separate entity. Why are you trying which to sell me I feel like something they have done. separate? They didn't though. It looks like Scarlett Johansson got smacked in the face <laughs> with a frying pan ten times, and that's what they put in the game. Her I feel hair. like if they what were the to fuck? go, if they were to go with uh, like the comic book style of this game, do you think it would have done better, or would it be more well, appealing? See, here's the thing: I mean, they they kind of are. If Teddy was like the gameplay looks great. That would be the only thing I could see someone defending about this because. But there's no gameplay. I, I think the gameplay looks good, and I think that Is the models gameplay? look totally fine. I mean, there's there's snippets in the trailer that are like gameplay that are like over the shoulder. Like there are aspects of the story that seem slightly interesting, but I I am not jazzed about this. I'm not like super hyped about it like I was hoping I would be, but I just don't understand people being like it looks bad. Because it doesn't look bad to me. I don't, I don't think I think we just bad. need to see more of it. Yeah. Maybe. I think over time it'll... And, and honestly, with this, like, because I'm definitely... I definitely am alone in this. <laughs> or not alone, but I'm in the minority. So I feel like a lot of... Uh, they might honestly take more time. And uh, we might see a little bit, uh, a little bit more improvement. See, I will say real quick, but... Uh, I hate the people who are, like, defending the fact that, oh, they're going to have multiple costumes, so if you hate the way they look, you can probably change it. So you're telling me I have to give them money so that they don't look <laughs> ugly. <laughs> yeah. That's bad. Anyway, um, yeah, Square didn't have too much. We're not going to get into kind of the re-releases and nitty-gritty. You can look into that. I mean, can I real quick throw out, like, the the idea of the combat in Final Fantasy VII? Where it's like you you kind of like hit with your basic attacks on enemies and that's real time and then you can like pause time and use like the turn based kind of things uh, abilities which that seems awesome you can kind of make it and you can also bind the turn based abilities to like shortcuts so you can make it as fast or as turn based as you want which yeah. seems really cool yeah it seems like they're trying to like balance like Kingdom Hearts style gameplay with classic Final Fantasy VII which seems yeah. really great. Looks cool. Seems like I'll like it. But yeah, that's basically Square. 
Uh, okay, so let's get into Nintendo, um, which is basically our last pre- press conference. We've got a few extra things after that. We're just going to mention quick. Luigi's Mansion 3. I haven't played any of them. Are you guys hyped? Um, I have not played any of them, so no. Okay. I would not mind it. Uh, you know, playing it because I play all sorts of types of games, but it's uh, you know, I I would need money for that and more time in my life. Um, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, which is a remake of the classic. It looks really cute. I've already pre-ordered the amiibo because the art style is it a really remake cool. or yeah. remaster? Remake. Well, it's yes, basically a remake. Well, remaster is basically where they just re-export the game under higher settings. This is entire. That's not. That's such a bad way to put that. That takes so much. That's just like saying, "Oh, you just copy and paste. Save as 1080. Save as 4K." No, that's not what it takes. For a it remaster, ta- it's a lot more. Yes, a remaster is a lot more work than. That's just a derivative way to say it. It's it's putting out the same thing under higher settings. This is, a, is completely yeah. remaking it because it's completely yeah, new art new style. Art. Uh, they're like tweaking stuff. Um, they they built it from the ground up. Yeah, they didn't take any. There's actually a really cool deal where you can like build your own dungeons. Um. So yeah, it's it's got a lot of cool stuff. Really cool gameplay. I've never played Link's Awakening, but I'm excited to try this out. It looks so cute. Um, <laughs> Animal so Crossing: cute. New Horizons. Who's excited? March 2020. Anybody? Animal Crossing. Me. Animal Crossing. I can't wait. It's gonna be great. Okay. <laughs> My girlfriend screams loudly anytime anyone vaguely mentions Animal Crossing, and she was just like, "Oh, the one character said, I'm gonna, oh, you can put furniture outside.' There's apparently a lot of new <laughs> stuff that is gonna be there that the Animal Crossing people are jazzed about. The only thing that I'm nervous about is that it looks too much like the pocket game and i don't like that because yeah. the pocket game was fucking bad when the when the trailer started my girlfriend was like oh this is just for the mobile game and then it kept going and she's like oh this is for the mo- uh, normal this is for the new one." <laughs> oh, this is just for oh this is for the normal okay. but she's still excited see she's- that's concerning to me <laughs> oh it's for the mobile game great yeah she she's still excited so um and then i mean, we, I mean this is not in order uh i just the thing I was working off of was not in order, so we're kind of jumping around. Uh, we got new Smash uh, character announcements. First, they announced he- the hero from Dragon Quest. I don't know Dragon Quest. I don't know anything about that, but people who are into that will be stoked. It seems like the alternate skins are literally just different heroes. Yeah. And then uh, later, they kind of uh, messed with us a little and... They revealed Banjo-Kazooie. Then they made it look like it was just, um, was it, Duck Hunt the Dog. The Duck Hunt Dog, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then, <laughs> and then they were like, no, it's really Banjo-Kazooie. Because, like, once they did that and, and showed the, like, Duck Hunt Dog transformed, I was like, no, they can't show us that and not actually have Banjo. He has to show up. And then, of course, he does. Um, so I think that's cool. Like, they added in one for the Japanese audiences and one for the American audiences. Uh, you guys excited for Banjo? Sure. I'm excited for... I love Banjo-Kazooie, so... I don't play Smash. I'm just excited that Rare is intertwining. That's, like, one of the biggest character requests of, like, Smash was Banjo. Yeah. I play Smash, but I have not played Banjo, so I'm just excited for a new Smash character. <laughs> I, I think I played Banjo way back when, but what's awesome is that every Smash character is going to have an amiibo 
So we're going to get a really cool Banjo-Kazooie amiibo. That's because cool. amiibos are, like, really well-crafted. There's, like, going to be some of your highest quality figures. So that's exciting. Um, we saw Candence of Hyrule, which is actually out now. And everything I've heard, everybody who's played that just talks about how amazing it is. It's um, basically Crypt of the Necrodancer in um, Zelda. And it is well-loved. And if you are saw the trailer and excited, go pick it up. It's out now. Uh, speaking of earlier, when we were talking about Witcher 3, if you haven't played it yet, it is coming to Switch. Yeah. Uh, now I can try it out. It's out on Switch right now. It, it <laughs> definitely looks like a visual downgrade, which makes oh, sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Witcher was very, very pretty. So they obviously can't make that work on the Switch. But it definitely gives uh people an opportunity to try it out who haven't had access to it um we got maybe i'll actually beat it (laughs) um a new mario and sonic at the olympics game is coming out uh more of that we got no more heroes 3 no more heroes is a well-loved uh series Uh, yeah i haven't played it but yeah i think i saw my brother play it it was it was cool that like I remember it came out on the Wii originally, and he had kind of a knockoff lightsaber that you used with the Wiimote. So people were Yo. very excited. It's like a lightsaber game on the uh, where you're actually using it. Um, so people were very excited. It's kind of like lost its its luster, uh, like its uniqueness over the years. But people, it's still a cool franchise. Uh, Empire of Sin uh, is kind of a gangster. Um, I don't know, like a top down. Well, I guess more isometric gangster style game that looked kind of interesting i guess i don't know too much about that we got a fire emblem three houses uh trailer which yeah Woo! well i haven't <laughs> i've not played any fire emblem but that story trailer seemed kind of cool maybe maybe i'll check it out that one comes out july 26th then it's so soon i love fire emblem i'm really excited and then we got the Good Avengers game. We got another trailer for the Good Avengers one. It's exclusive on the Switch. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. This, like, I will... Nobody... They don't look like the movie characters. They look like the comic characters in a comic format. And everybody looks great. And it's going to be amazing. And I'm so hyped. And it sucks that it's only on, on Nintendo. But Nintendo point, ponied up the money and said... Like, we'll, here's the money, make the game, and it's going to be great. And if you want an awesome Marvel Avengers game, that's not just Avengers. You're going to be able to play as Miles Morales. You're going to be able to play as X-Men. Every Marvel character you can think of is probably in there. Isn't the Ultimate Alliance kind of like, isn't that uh, that series kind of like, not exactly over the top, but kind of over the top Diablo E kind of thing. Yeah, or yeah. Am I... it's it's kind of uh, yeah uh, top up, and you can do four player co op. Yeah, yeah, top uh, up. You top can do... up. <laughs> just looking at the sky. You're just looking at their butt. You're looking upside down. <laughs> Nobody can wear a skirt in that game. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's got full co op. And what's cool is that like you it's can be a lot different than the other Avengers game in gameplay. That's all I'm saying um do moves with other people like um there was uh things where somebody would throw wolverine at the bad guy so like there's co-op moves and there's gonna be a lot of that in this game 
Uh, I'm seeing a lot <laughs> of really cool uh, new characters, and the storyline looks really interesting. It seems to be more focused on like Thanos and what's going on there, but we also see uh, other big baddies involved, and I'm excited for that. I'm watching gameplay of it right now, and it reminded me that I should say this on the show. Uh, DC Universe Online, an MMO that is almost completely dead, is coming to the Nintendo Switch. That's what it needs. That'll bring <laughs> yeah, it back. Really weird, really weird announcement. I saw that and I was like, what? Because I like DCUO and I've played it a good bit. Didn't they push that really hard like last year? What, just the game in general? DCUO? Yeah, it was like a mobile fighting game, right? No. no. No, that's a totally different thing. This is an MMO that's been out for quite some time. Yeah, it's on PS4 and PS3 as okay. well. Like, it's a console. Thinking MMO. of, like, there was a mobile fighting game. Like, what happened to that one? Oh, in, I, I Injustice? mean, Injustice is a mobile. Yeah, that was probably it. Injustice yeah. 2 was a, like, console fighting game as well. Yeah, they brought it to mobile, which is so weird. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a different. It's like it's it's similar, but it's different gameplay. Like it's made for mobile, which yeah. I, yeah. I I had a friend who played the first Injustice mobile game and actually really liked it. So I was like, huh. But yeah, DCO is. I I at one point looked into getting into that again because I was like, oh, let's see how the population's doing, and it was not well. So I don't really know how or why they're putting it on the Switch, but uh, good for them. Uh okay, the last thing from the Nintendo press conference was <gasps> y'all. Breath of the Wild Two is getting a sequel, or Breath of the Wild is getting a sequel. <laughs> Whoa, holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Breath of the Wild Three is coming out, guys. <laughs> I bet you weren't expecting that. <laughs> Nobody expected that. Oh shit! Yeah, that's crazy. It's awesome. It's very exciting. It looks super duper creepy, and your girl's pretty fucking hype about that one. It's one of the reasons why I went and bought the big memory card because I was like, God damn it, I gotta get back on Breath of the Wild. Yeah, so I guess we just kind of saw some vague teaser. It seems like Ganon's back, but now a mummy. And uh, things gonna be... It's not confirmed that it's Ganon. It's, I, I will Don't be put... throwing around speculation like that. It's just a teaser trailer. It's only in development. We don't even know when it's coming. That might not be Ganon. It might be a new bad. There's a bunch of theories about some <laughs> other game series that are some other, like, uh, uh, Zelda... You lost this ass for a minute. Yep, I did. Uh, there's some theories... <laughs> no, there's some theories that it's from a different... Uh, universe that it's not Ganon at all that it's like other big bads from other Zelda yep. games there's some potential people it could be Monka S dude uh, but yep new new Breath of the Wild uh, and it'll be also, interesting also if anybody knows where to get that music as a ringtone I need it really bad for personal reasons I need it as my ringtone okay. that's not <laughs> spoiler that's the alert. personal reasons um, so that so that's coming out uh, real quick I want to give a shout out to the kind of funny game showcase where they showed off a bunch of indies real quick the for a lot of uh, these conferences and stuff the pacing was real bad Square Enix was the worst of it that the pacing was just real bad people were shouting at so many of these conferences Square Enix, I will say, once again, the worst about that. People, I guess, had open bar and were just drunk and shouting things all the time. And it's like, what was, why was that a good idea? Um, But the kind of funny game showcase showed a lot of games really quick and really tight. Um, Not a lot of them stuck out to me. We did see Monster Prom 2. 
and I think that's the only thing that's coming to mind. Um, and then D- Devolver Digital uh, did their uh, annual press conference, and the I their press conference is basically a parody of press conferences and the games industry in general. And they have a freaking storyline. And oh my god, I can't wait. Yeah. They... Last year I I watched the Devolver conference at like one AM, like super late at night with friends, and it was like cracking me up so much. Yeah. Um and it's they basically do a big like comedy skit, basically. I just said basically twice, I hate myself. Um but this next one is apparently really good from what I've heard, but I haven't watched it yet, so I need to. Um, they did uh, show off a Enter the Gungeon arcade game, that like a light gun arcade game coming to arcades. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, they they put it up for sale. They you know are targeting arcades. It's five thousand dollars. I'm vaguely oh, vaguely <laughs> tempted to pick it up. My girlfriend would murder me, but uh-huh. it would be dope as shit to have an arcade game, a proper light gun game, just chilling in my living room. People would just come over and be like, "Holy shit, let's let's shoot the bullets," um, because the bad guys are bullets. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else notable. There was some the some weird stuff. Oh, they did show. God, they ah, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but it's a weird like battle royale meets mario party where you play through like a series of mini games and it knocks out a certain amount of players each round and then at the end it's whittles down to one person Hmm. uh seems pretty cool like devolver digital doesn't show off very many games it's just all about the weird like weird skit and stuff that they do and they they always put a, it seems like they always put out something weird every year along with their stuff. Last year they did loot crate coin or loot box coin, which was a physical oh, yeah. coin you could buy <laughs> on their website that the price changed every hour on the hour. <laughs> and this yeah. year they they made knockoff versions of their own games they published that you can pick up on Steam. <laughs> that are like really simplified like weird versions of the games that they themselves make that's awesome (laughs) and yep that's e3 for you guys we made it um hopefully you're still listening now (laughs) if you we went over everything (laughs) we went through a lot we actually skipped some stuff but uh if you're still listening, it's probably because you are one of our Patreon producers, and we want to thank you for helping support this show. Uh, your names are Aaron C. and Dragons Lucas. Thank you very much for your support. And if you would like your name read aloud during the this part of the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash lastgeek and click the thing that says Patreon producer for Ready Set Gamecast, or there's a category that's like get shoutouts on both podcasts, which you get a shout on Game Make Corp as well, um, and then give the amount of money that it says, and then you'll get the thing. There's also other tiers. There's <laughs> Just give the-, the money, get the thing. God damn it. <laughs> there's other tiers, and it's great. Uh, there's also, if you are a supporter at any level, you get a discount on Last Geek merch, uh, which we will talk a little bit later. Um, now for a quick topic of the show. <laughs> hey, Bree, what was it like on the show floor? Crazy. 
actually, this year it wasn't as crowded as I thought it was going to be. But since E3's open to, they sell gamer passes now. Um, so it's not just media influencers and stuff. It's just a lot more populated. Um, so it gets crazy. Um, but it wasn't too bad this year. Did make sure to have a lot of like lane space. So crazy. Uh, was there any particularly cool booths that you saw? Any? Um, a lot of like uh AAA titles like Borderlands. They'll have like the big statues of all the Vault Hunters, which is really really cool. Pokemon. I know Nintendo had out like Luigi and like the three starters. People could take pictures with those. Luigi. Uh, those are the big ones that like stuck out. Borderlands for sure had like all of their big statue characters like you'll see pictures and they're just huge really cool but they took up a lot of space um okay so moving on to questions and comments darian this is your time to shine yay shiny (laughs) are you (laughs) uh yeah like the crab in moana oh yeah yeah do you want to be a part of the show? Go to readysetgamecast.com forward slash submit to submit a question, comment, or your favorite spoiler from any game ever. Hit me with God, those. Don't submit Zyger asks, how many games do you think Final Fantasy VII Remake will end up taking before it's finished? What? Two. Because it's coming out in episodes. The, the Final Fantasy VII Remake is only going to cover part of the story and then there's going to be yeah. other games. It's going to be episodic. Which is weird and dumb, but it's a thing. It's episodic. So is it going to be part one, part two, or is it going to be episode one, two, three, four? That's really weird because the collector's edition, like if the physical game is on two discs. Yeah, it's going to be... It's supposed to. I mean, I'd say part one, re- part two. Yeah, I mean, they're going to release the first episode or first part and then it's going to be a while and then... I say I say three parts. I figure they'll go trilogy. Wait, how many discs was the original game? One. Three. Was it three? It was. At, at least two. It might be three. Three discs? Because I know Final Fantasy IX was four. And it would make sense if they split it up per disc. But yeah, it's weird that they're still doing that. But I uh, hope it's not. I hope it doesn't take forever in between episodes. Okay. <laughs> Next question. I'd say two, if I were to guess. Two. I say three. Darian. Darian's just now finding out it's episodic, so. And she's Googling it and researching it. <laughs> she's like, what? That's that's the thing. Like, the collector's edition of Final Fantasy VII is $330, and you're not even getting the full Final yeah, Fantasy game. Yeah, you'll have to get a collector's edition, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Final Fantasy, the original Final Fantasy VII was three discs. Well, this one will also be three games. No, it's definitely two discs in the physical edition. So, I mean, if it's episodic and they're selling multiple games, then the next one's going to be multiple discs as well. Okay, so but this will be three games. I'm saying it. Darren, did you want to guess how many games? No, because if it's selling like episodic right like yeah. the walking dead was episodic yeah there's a lot but of games. you only had to buy one disc you only had to buy one game well no see you could get buy- all the episodes you could buy the individual episodes or once it finally came out once everything was out 
you could buy it yeah. as a whole. So you could wait. No, I mean, with you Walking could buy Dead, it you as buy a, a whole season first, pass. and then yeah. as the episodes came out, then they'd become available to We're you. We're not saying they're doing that. I, they, this is a large scale. We're pretty sure they're going to do Final Fantasy VII Part One, sixty dollars. Final Fantasy VII Part Two, a year and a half from then, sixty dollars. Yeah. Like just two games. Yeah, he the guy said like we decided to make this story uh, just the game on itself. This part of the, the just this thing. It's it's not going to yeah. be episodic like The Walking Dead. I don't think. No, you're not going to get a season pass. Which, like. which sucks, but I get it. Charles Jacobs says, what are your thoughts of Twitch banning Dr. Disrespect and E3 later revoking his badge? Kind of fine with it. <laughs> I think everyone's fine with it. Other yeah. than people that don't understand the legality of filming people in the bathroom. No matter how this... funny stupidest yeah. thing to do i don't think know why he even thought it was okay and i want to hear the full story on it though because i mean his cameraman followed him in i don't know i mean he should have said hey don't follow me in but like i won't i don't i don't know i wonder if he not us. Like, i just think they weren't thinking it through because they no, went into they multiple weren't. bathrooms but oh really yeah. yikes yeah Good. i mean yeah there's if if it wasn't okay, he would have said something right away. He didn't go like go no get out of here right away. They yeah. were in there for a bit. Um, I will I will be curious to see how long he's banned because I doubt it's perma. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't even say like a time or anything. That's probably because they don't want to. They they want to you know want to wait for it to blow. Over. Yeah. Well, it's it's le- illegal. What he did was illegal. And there was yeah. a minor in, the, like, a my. I don't know if it was a minor, but yeah, there was a young person in the bathroom that they were filming in. So it is illegal in the state of California what he did. So I'm no matter how funny or like scripted, like I don't care. Don't go and film people in the bathroom. So I don't care for Doctor Disrespect in general. So yeah, I've always thought he was a garbage human. Damn. Uh, next question. Got him. <laughs> Uh, totally not. Teddy asks, "When will Teddy play something other than Destiny?" Um, never again. I'm stuck for the rest of my life. Now, in all seriousness, though, I'm back on Destiny. Like, hopefully, like I used to be. Um, but it means I'll go through periods of burnout where I'll stop playing for like a month and I'll start playing some other stuff, and I'll always come back. But like, that'll happen. I mean, the other night I played, I played Rogue Legacy on my Switch for a little bit because I wanted to change pace. So it'll happen. Not as often, but it'll happen. Uh, oh, one more question. Aaron C. asks, what show or shows are you binge wa- or watching or binge watching right now? I'm watching Stranger Things. Oh, really? I just finished Lost last week, so... Oh, fuck. <laughs> and it was fantastic, and somehow, again, I dodged every spoiler. Do you like the ending? I I did, and a lot of people are like, why? But I think it's a timing thing. I watched everything within the span of six months without yep. waiting years for this. I think it's a timing thing, because I loved it. And I'm not a religious person, and I'll shut up. 
spoilers. I um I <laughs> have always considered watching Lost because it you know I missed out on it as well. Like I wasn't watching it when it was huge, right? So I yeah. wanted to just go through all of it, but everyone says the ending is terrible and don't do no, it and I it's disagree. not worth your time. So I'm like, uh, I don't know, but maybe because it feels like I missed a moment in like entertainment, yeah. you know. That's how I felt, but again, somehow I did not get the ending. The last episode spoiled, and a lot of things I didn't... I just don't think I was paying attention to it when people were always talking about it, and I liked it. It's one of my favorite things I've ever watched, so... Wow. (laughs) I... I only watched the last season of Lost when it was airing, and I didn't care for it. Oh, yeah, I wonder if that's because you weren't invested in the story at all. <laughs> I was just like, I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> I wonder if you, it's because you jumped into the end without yeah. knowing anything That's like before. watching the last episode of The Office. <laughs> yeah, it, it just, you don't. I wonder why. I was just like, I, I just, I'm just here for the payoff. I hear that there's a lot and it's going to pay off so you good. Should just, you just... should exclusively watch the last season of Game of Thrones. I should. And that's it. Don't watch any of the rest of the series. And I bet you'll love that season okay (laughs) i mean to be fair watch the avatar the last airbender finale and you'll still love it oh yeah well yeah that's probably you won't even need to know what's going on it's great (laughs) that's not fair you're comparing perfection let's be right last airbender can't do wrong uh teddy uh what what are you watching oh um I don't know. I'm watching all sorts of shows. Um, I'm still going through Attack on Titan. Not going through it, but every Sunday there's a new episode. There's a new one I haven't seen. Um, Handmaid's Tale, I'm watching those as they come out. I'm only two episodes behind. I'm two episodes behind on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., six episodes behind on One Punch Man. I'm watching the 100 as those come out. I'm behind on um, The Amazing Race, which I am watching because I'm a dork. Um, And Jessica Jones came out. Um, season three came out the other night, so I need to start that as well. I got a lot of shows that I actually want to catch up on. Still finishing out the last seasons of Arrow and Flash, but got a lot to watch. Me and the girlfriend just finished watching Assassin Assassination Classroom and bawled our freaking eyes out just before the podcast. That that sh- I it was my second time watching. It was her first time watching, and both of us we just had a box of Kleenexes, just wiping away tears and snot. That show Damn. will kick your ass emotionally. It's what I love from a show is a good ass kicking. No, <laughs> so, some people some people just like to cry. No, not me. I just really like I that show. I do enjoy crying. Watch Assassination <laughs> Classroom. It will. It will. Well, do the thing. I have to watch. I have to watch Clonade first. I was told that one will destroy me. That's a I will good say, classic I anime. I did forget to mention. I literally, like last week, finished a complete Parks and Recreation rewatch. <gasps> I love that show. <laughs> okay, let's let's wrap this baby up. Housekeeping. Good. Go to lastgeek.com for links to the podcast on all your favorite podcast services, including iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher, as well as the video version on YouTube. If you like the show, and I bet you do after this one. Yeah. Please. 
<laughs> if you're still here after this long, you love it. This <laughs> is your favorite. You if you're still here, you must have loved it. Oh my it. god, I'm not even gonna be able to listen to this whole fucking episode in one shift. It's gonna take like three. Uh, if you like this show, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes and Stitcher. It helps us grow and become more powerful. <laughs> I was like, I was like, is she not gonna do it? <laughs> you know, I read right there. It. Everyone flexes. Oh, that means me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, other last geek stuff you should check out. There's a new Game Mate Corp episode. Alec, our good friend Alex O'Neill was on. It was a real banger. We did a, we did a good one. It was really funny. Also, real hype. Last Geek has a merch store, which. We finally have the new Last Geek merch, including a badass shirt for Ready Set Gamecast and a poster. Oh, it's so good. Featuring me, Teddy, and Darian ready to face down the apocalypse. The artist did an amazing job. Who did that? Um, Maggie Martin Moss. You can. She uh, did amazing. You did a great job. It looks yeah. awesome. If you go to the store, her Instagram uh, username is on the deal. Look her up. She does great work. Um, but yeah, it is available there. And if you are a Patreon supporter, you will have a code for $4 off everything in the store. So if you're thinking of picking up the poster, the shirt, um, just give us a dollar on Patreon, save $4 in the store. That's the you're throwing away money. Um, and that is everything we have for you. Uh, Bree, where can people find you? Um, find me mostly on Twitter. Um, Twitter.com slash XBRI, XBRI, X. For some reason, I put all those X's in my original name. <laughs> so other than that, I do stream during the week on Mixer.com slash BreeXBree. Just different levels of X's. Yeah, just less. <laughs> <laughs> um, Darian, where can people find you? Uh, Twitter.com forward slash dexterity also mostly twitch actually you find me on twitch uh d-e-x-t-e-r-i-d-e-e uh instagram with the same name i got a website just dexterity.com i'll bring you right to my twitch where i make quality content (laughs) (laughs) teddy generis Uh, you can find me running in the strike playlist on Destiny 2 and on twitter.com slash Teddy Chineris and twitch.tv slash Teddy Chineris, last name spelled C-H-I-N-A-R-I-S. Yes, that is my name. I don't know why I did it, but I did it. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's where you can find me playing all sorts of video games. Okay. You can find me on Twitter at LastGeek. Uh, Instagram at Last Geek Plays, Twitch at Last Geek Plays, uh, YouTube.com slash Last Geek, and then LastGeek.com for the links to all the podcasts and all that great stuff. Uh, thank you for sticking around for all this. Hopefully you enjoyed our opinion, the questions, and especially our guest, Bree. And we will see you again in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.